Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Park Scope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. Hold on. There we go. Justin, the boom mic. Ah, yes. It's a wonderful Thursday night, September 24th. Tonight, today's the day I realized that Phil Hartman and Jim Henson share a birthday. Huh. Who'd have known? Uh, talk about two people who have uh, influenced my uh, shape of comedy. But anyway... Uh, tonight we got a very special episode, uh, a kind of different one, but it's going to be really exciting. Um, so let's get right into it. Starting off, uh, Alex. Alex, how are you doing? Alex, can we hear you? Alex, Dan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Hear me? Okay, Alex. Okay, good. Thank God. Alex, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I, I think the same command for rendering is mute. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, that, that's why I muted myself by mistake. Interesting. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm all uh, refreshed from the trip, uh, which is good because it usually takes me more. Th- it takes me like a day usually with something like that. So I- I'm feeling wonderful. That it wasn't a lovely trip home though. Oh man. Oh, that sounds rough. <laughs> oh, a little yeah. rougher than getting down a, there. I love a knee in my back the entire trip home. Yuck. And 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 some lovely parents cursing at their little daughter for being annoying to them, but not annoying to anybody else on the plane. Uh, and the, and the parents are more annoying than the probably the kid ever would be. Oh yeah, we I like the the people next to us, uh, the next to me rather. Uh, we got off the flight and they they couldn't figure out their the 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 culprits behind us couldn't figure out how to get off the plane or I don't know what was going on. We got to the terminal and I was just like. Oh my God! And he's like, "Yeah." The guy was like, "Unbelievable, unbelievable." <laughs> so, uh, you know, well, at least it was only twenty six dollars round trip. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of a ridiculous price. It was very ridiculous. <sighs> so, also join. Oh, sorry. Uh, twenty five dollars to get back to the Orlando airport. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that puts it in perspective. Yeah. Also joining us in a uh, reprieve of last year's Halloween Horror Nights talk. With Alex is Dan. Dan, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, Joe. Like uh, like Alex said, uh, it was it's nice to go down, but it's uh, nice to be refreshed. Things like that. So coming back based on our last uh, grouping together, where it was the surface of the sun at, at Universal Studios Florida, but it has oh, now started to so to pour because of uh, Tropical Storm Beta. So we are we are in for soaking rain for the next full day. Oof. But it's nice. Oof. My windows are open and it feels great. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So I've got a special can here of pumpkin. Dan, I just sent you the photo of pumpkin on nitro in a can. So, oh, gosh, that looks good. Yeah, so we're going to open this up and pour. There we go. Oh, man. I got a big, hopefully I got a big enough glass for the nitro. You can hear that pour. Yep. I am. Uh, I cur- currently have Ooh. a... This is beautiful. <laughs> I currently am rocking some uh, Johnny Walker Black and Diet Coke right now. I, I'm very, very be, nice. I'm really predictable right now. I'm I'm drinking a Warsteiner. <laughs> some German beer. I mean, that's uh, unheard of for me. <laughs> yeah, very unheard of when we get to the Epcot discussion. Okay, I'm sending oh, yeah. you that image of the pour of the pumpkin nitro. It is absolutely gorgeous, Dan. It's the whole smoky, silky, buttery kind of like look that you get with Guinness, but pumpkin. So, mm. I would tell you, I would tell you to make a War King, but not, I wouldn't tell you to waste the uh, that the nitro. nitro though. I did find Warlock today, so Warlock has made it down here. So we have pumpkin nitro, 
We have the pumpkin bourbon. We have warlock. We have the coffee cold brew coffee pumpkin, and then the regular pumpkin. So, ooh, the cold brew coffee pumpkin sounds delicious. Yeah, I may have to pick up some and send some to you because it's 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 it sure is a very good drink. <laughs> yeah, all right. Just don't have to twist my arm too much. So, one of the things we'll talk about. Uh, yeah. So tonight we are discussing our past trip. So. All three of us and a bunch of other people went down to Orlando from uh, last uh, uh, last Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday to this past Monday. Alex came back yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to discuss our trip. So let's start off real quick. Um, this was originally a Horror Nights trip, and it kind of got canceled. Um, Alex, you joined a little bit later because you got that ridiculous $26 round trip airfare deal which yeah, is insane and, I, and I, i've been like wanting to get down there but like i you know i i'm not i can't go anywhere right now because mm-hmm. i need to quarantine for four or 14 days i'm kind of kind of quarantine for 14 days. I'm, I'm quarantined for 10 day, for seven days and then jumping on a plane to a place that doesn't need a quarantine so okay. I, so i, I kind of am breaking the rule but you know it's close enough. <laughs> I'm better than I'm better than most people. So, okay, fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the whole reason why I didn't want to have to go into quarantine for that long. So now it's the end of the season. It's uh, it was a good time to go down and and join all of you because we haven't done a trip ever to Orlando, despite the fact that we've done so many trips uh, individually. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so we ended up um, meeting up in the Orlando airport, and we got, after crisscrossing the airport, trying to find which of the rental terminals were open, because that was a oh. that was a fun time. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um, Alamo, Alamo heard about that from me, so it wasn't wasn't their fault. But I just told them if they needed to, there needed to be e- either something in the email, yeah, or or something like that. Once you got down there, letting you know that the terminal B was closed for uh, for the rental cars. More than just like one taped up pr- piece of printer printer paper on like a sliding door somewhere, right? Yeah, um, but still, the picking up that car at Alamo, the pre check in process where you literally walk up to the car jump in it and leave is just a plus um some of the best uh some so it's up there with um uh, Ma- um magical express in terms of just ease of use i think um highly recommend that but yeah so we stayed at uh, we all, all three of us stayed at the endless summer resort uh at universal so i've stayed at endless summer dan have you stayed at endless summer before yeah, I've actually stayed at Endless Summer uh, twice before. So okay. this was this was my uh, this was my third third, third stay. So that's the same for me. It's my third stay also. So Alex, uh, what were your thoughts on Universal's Endless Summer Resort Surfside? Um, I, I think the value is there. Um, Minus me locking you out of the hotel oh, room that one night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They so the, uh, the newfound thing. There's a digital lock. Uh, so it's, there's no like mechanical linkage to the lock. It's all digital. So it's, it's, and uh, uh, confusingly enough, there's like absolutely no override. You would think since it's, you know, like bunch of wires and switches, they'd have some kind of override. Uh, no, the override is, uh, at 1am, get a guy with a metal rod and a string to, uh, reach under the door and pull the handle. So it undoes the digital okay, lock. So, so to explain <laughs> this, cause I want to, cause I want to be transparent <laughs> Yeah, is yeah, no, no, Alex uh, came home at came back at 12:30 at night 
of the night we went to the Magic Kingdom. Right. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I came. I went and I bought a bunch of water because I'm you know I'm like I'm, Alex will appreciate this water. He's out drinking with Drew the intern and all those guys and you know they need some water. And, and, and I remember. And I remember Edison showed up, so that 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 <laughs> keeping up with that guy is yeah. a, <laughs> a task. Yeah, so then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be a nice, you know, nice friend. I'm like, okay, don't lock it, don't lock it, Joe. So I had my bag of merch and my bag of bottled water. And I close the door and I'm getting ready and I'm going to bed. And I'm like, okay, I didn't lock the door, blah blah blah. I failed in not double checking that the door yeah. was unlocked. <laughs> Which is I think the problem we had when I think one of the bags knocked it and locked it. So I think that's where the issue came from. But I was passed out. Alex uh, was trying to contact me and banging on the door. And yeah, that was a fun time. So keep that in mind, everyone. To be honest, like it, like it's really easy to flip that switch by mistake. Like every time I left the, the, the room going forth, I was just like, okay, is it just like, I like reach around the door just as it's closing to make sure <laughs> it was freaking open because i'm sure they've had the problem with it just like something catching with it when someone's leaving the door over yeah, and over again because usually the, the deadbolt pushes in an additional like deadbolt like an actual yeah, physical a of, rod a lot of force yeah, yeah and like, this this one's just digital it just makes it not work so there was like a five percent chance that somehow i did something to offend you <laughs> That day, and I was like, I don't think I did anything, but there was just that little teeny tiny, like very little doubt. It was like, I, I, maybe I did something. I'm nah, not sure. Never, I haven't never, talked never. to you all day. Maybe that was the problem. Never, never, like, never, never. No, no, no. It was, it was all cool, but it was, it was just we can move on from the hotel yeah. or that part. Yeah. Or the hotel. So my thoughts on it. Uh, I loved it. It's it's um, it's really not any more inconvenient than, than trans uh, going to Cabana Bay. Um, I, I kind of like Cabana Bay, uh, the fact that you can, if you want to, you can take the river taxi to to uh, Sapphire Falls and then walk over, which is what I would always do when I had Cabana Bay stays, um, just because I like the water taxis. But, uh, th- yeah, that's not an issue, really. Um, and uh, the value is there. The, the pool is nice. I, I really enjoyed hanging out at the pool, whether it was for drinks or with a laptop and... Uh, uh, pretty view, I guess, of the lake there, and uh, it's a little. I think the only thing about it is the the, the whole. It's a little generic, mm-hmm. but it's nice. I mean, I'm not gonna complain too much about it. So, and it's a good price, and uh, yeah, but, but there's not much to say other than that. I yeah. Um, I think one of the weird things is that, and I keep mentioning this about endless summer because we love the resort so much. Is like. Just the pillows and the towels are terrible, oh, and I wish they that. gave us a few extra blankets. That's it. That's all. That's or, all. Or at least one blanket that had substantial. Oh, Dan, you're breaking up a little bit. I think you was going to say one that had like substantial fluff to it because yeah, it was, yeah, there wasn't a lot of heft to it, and I get it. But like maybe some people, like especially with our two room suite, like there was no adjustments for the two different rooms, so you could have completely different, you know, temperature temperatures. Temperatures, yeah. And- my and room could be uh, like 72 and yours will be 68 and we need to turn ours down. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And the towels, the first time I grabbed them was like, like, because I forgot to get a towel. So I was like, nervously just opened the door and like grabbed one. I'm like, did okay, I, <laughs> I, guess, I'm, I guess I'm using this, uh, this, this floor towel. Uh, <laughs> the floor mat. And then, then I get out and find out, no, that's the towel. <laughs> yeah, the, to- the towels are bad. 
that's yeah. probably that's probably the one thing that I would say. But I mean, life hack or pro tip for anybody there: just run down to the pool and pick up the pool towels. That's what I said. Just steal those one. are like, pretty I'm solid. Sorry. I mean, they're not the best pool towels, but they're better. They're you know? better for yeah. I mean, oh, don't steal it. Just steal it up to your room. Yeah. So. I'm sure it happens quite often, and I feel like they probably are like, yeah, we get it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know how anyone could blame anybody. Yeah. But that's, like, the smallest, like, nitpick, like, and, like, we had some maintenance issues. The the uh, We came on one night, and the, the air conditioner was just dead, and they got someone up there to fix it within, like, a half an hour, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was up real quick, and they just replaced the whole unit, and everything was back in normals, and that was absolutely incredible. <laughs> I think yeah. that was Wednesday even. Like I forget. Yeah, no, it was Wednesday. And like we come up, you turn it down and it, and it was like, "Oh, it's not turning on. It's not working." And then all of a sudden the guys like, "Up, oh, yep, here you go. You're done. You're good." And we're like, "Okay, cool." So, uh Endless Summer, they they took care of us pretty well. Um so one of the other interesting things is uh they give us a $50 food credit uh for being canceled in the spring. Uh so we bought a bunch of a bottle of water, you know, food, all sorts of stuff there. Um, oh, that's what that was for. I thought it was for like the difference of like different rates or something like no, that. No, it was because they canceled oh. on us in the spring because they closed. Oh. Um, okay. So I, we got awesome. a $50, $50 credit. Yeah, I didn't have to pay for anything. It was just free. I'm like, yeah. Um, and then I have to say, now, Alex, you can vouch for this, is that I came back absolutely soaking freaking wet from Island's Adventure when it was pouring all day. Okay. And I was miserable. And I just wanted to eat because I was hangry. And I went to the pool bar, and they had a $16, 16-inch pepperoni pizza. And I ordered a drink, and I got that pizza. And the bartender got it for me. And I sat down, and I ate that pizza. And damn, that was a really good pizza. Like, yeah, I had three slices of it. It was very good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good pizza. Like, not just like, you know, you know, hunger is the best sauce kind of pizza, but like, it was actually legitimately like a good hotel pizza, which is kind of hard to find, I feel like. So shout out if you want a, a hotel pizza. Endless Summer does it really well, and I think they deliver to midnight. So A-plus yeah, right there. Yeah, the, it stays open till 10 currently. I mean, the, the things are changing these days, obviously. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it has in-room uh, delivery until 10, or midnight, as you said. Uh-huh. And uh, I have... But you, you you praise that, but at the other other end of it, I I had a burger and it looked like it looked it sounded I was really excited about the burger. You know, I like I looked it up on the bus over. I was like, I'm hungry. I want a burger. And uh, I got the um okay the fine, pipeline. Fine. Sorry, I found yes the pipeline burger. And uh, so it was uh, caramelized onions, bacon jam, provolone cheese, crisp mm-hmm. lettuce, a ripe tornado on a toasted bun. Uh, everything but the beef patty was good. The beef patty was just as standard beef patty as you could like. I would say it's substandard. I would say it's a sponge that tastes like meat. I would equivalent it to just any cheap theme park burger that you would find at Six Flags or Cedar Fair. We're going to that level of quality. Yeah, yeah, really bad. Yeah, so when we got the pizza, I was like, well, okay, yeah. So I I probably should have gotten something else, but I wanted a burger. And I mm-hmm. satisfied that burger need the next day at, at Hard Rock Cafe when nothing else was open for lunch, and uh, that was very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sat- burger uh, hangry, uh, satisfied. <laughs> yeah. So, um, any other thoughts on endless summer, Alex? 
Uh, no, I'd stay there again. And Dockside looks like it'll be interesting whenever it opens. Probably, I, I imagine it won't be before next year sometime. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm excited to go to that bar and hang out at the pool bar because it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, the one thing that like I am a little annoyed with is that like there's no easy access to iDrive. There's a gate, but I think it's locked. Uh, I, I I'm okay with it being locked from iDrive, but I would I would wish that it was more easy accessible uh, if you're leaving at least, mm-hmm. um, because uh, I I didn't, I know why they're doing it. They're making it harder for someone to want to leave the resort. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of annoying. So. And that, that's when we were actually staying at the hill, not when I was just using it as a way to get to the parks from a iDrive hotel. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, come on. I am using, I am paying money at the the parks and all that. It's it's, it's not like it's hurting anybody. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the Wi-Fi is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, very good. Good Wi-Fi, and also I've always appreciated their uh, in-room entertainment system. I think it's super modern and up to date, and includes Netflix and YouTube and a bunch of great stuff. Which, so, if you forget to uh, remove your net, your YouTube account, they do wipe the TV when you check out. Yep, yes, they do. I I was very concerned about that, so uh, they insured me. Yeah, which is good. Uh, Dan, any last thoughts on Endless Summer besides towels bad, pizza good? Um, I will give them. I'll give them a lot of credit where credit is due. The text message service was spot on. Oh yeah, that was amazing. Okay, yeah. That was amazing. Um, yeah, it was really easy to to send questions, any sort of requests, things like that. And Joe, with that, um, with the fifty dollar dining credit that we got, um, w- whenever you bought something at any any place at the resort, there was no receipt that showed you what the balance were, was. So you could go ahead and just send a text message to the number, and they would tell you what your balance was remaining. Wow, um, really? I never real yeah. I never did that. Oh, that's cool. That's really so nice. So I I thought that them having the people staffed there uh and being as attentive as they were for the for the text messages uh made things great. I also appreciated um it wasn't that much of a pain in the rear, but I appreciated how diligent they were about everybody wearing the wristbands with the temperature check going mm-hmm. in and out of the uh of the resort. So that to me wasn't a problem. Um the only thing that was a little bit uh problematic as well is when you got back at just the wrong time, the wait to get in and out of the elevators, since they were doing one party essentially at a time in the elevators. Um, like for us on Tower 2, it would be right at the elevator and it would stretch back right before beach break or the game room. And that would be just to get Ooh, into the yeah. uh, into the yeah. elevators. So yeah. um, that's it. I enjoyed the resort. And the pass holder rate that we got for ours, you can't, you can't beat it. It's to be an on-property resort. The transportation was great. It was no more than like 15 minutes. Um, and I was there on a day, uh, Joe, the first day that for um, the Saturday when I, sh- when I showed up and met with you guys a little bit later. Like the line for the, the bus extended around the corner and towards the front door. Mm-hmm. And they were just pulling buses left and right, even those double-decker uh, stretch Volcano Bay buses. They were just loading up guests and trying to get make sure that line wasn't long. No, I like in the summer. It's good, and I'm very, very excited to see what what Dockside's got when it opens its doors. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, as I called it, Scopa Towers Universal Edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those who get that reference, um, we just have to find out what the Miracle Elixir is going to be when we're there. Yeah, ooh, that's a good question. So, uh, yeah, Endless Summer always a great time, and I I just, I just always like getting another opinion on the resort because it's so different and weird. Um, so. 
on uh, Thursday, we went to the Magic Kingdom, and uh, we dropped Alex off at the Polynesian, and he went to Epcot with Drew the Intern. Um, so, Dan, real quick, between us, uh, how, was your, how was your trip to the Magic Kingdom, man? How, how did that go? Dan? Well, how was my trip to Epcot? We'll just go with that right now. Okay, um, yeah, let's go with that right now. <laughs> how was your trip so- to the Epcot? Oh, it was lovely. As I said, I worked in the lobby of the Polynesian for two hours. That was fun. I liked yeah. that. And then uh, Drew came and uh, picked me up, and we went to Epcot, and we did, like, everything. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to do everything but pretty much Nemo and uh, living with the land. We would have had time for living for the land. We just you, weren't logistically you in didn't do live. Have to- you ever done living with the land? Yeah, I did it last year. Okay, but, okay, that's so, fine. It, it wasn't something I wanted to do at the beginning of the day, and then we got into the show showcase, and it's kind of like, uh, well, you know. It's about a mile about away, it. so you got to, yeah. Yeah, I it just you. logistically wasn't uh, happening. Yeah, I got but, you. Uh, we did everything. Oh, and then we did, I did go into the aquarium of Nemo. Of the I forget what that pavilion is called. The Living Seas. Uh, yes, there you go. The uh, Seas with Nemo and Friends. Yes, that that's bad. That ride is not the good. Living Seas presented by United Technologies. Uh, yeah, it's not good. My... I mean, it, 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 <laughs> same deal with uh, the Nemo one out in Disneyland. It's just not good. Uh, the, the 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 saving thing about the one out in Disneyland is the subs are really cool. But I don't know. I don't, I just don't like the way that was projected. Or presented. Regardless, I didn't do it, so I don't know why I'm talking about it. But uh, yeah, we enjoyed everything. Um, uh, really love Figment, and and I I was finally decided oh to hear why people hated it. I didn't realize how much the track length was shortened. But here's the deal: like, what's there? As someone who has no nostalgia for what it is, once you get off the ride, I'm perfectly satisfied with what was there. Like, I'm not like I didn't I didn't feel like it was an incomplete ride. I just don't think it's a good ride. I love it. Okay, that's a word you could use. Yeah, compared to what it was, love well, doesn't even fall on the same I mean, spectrum. Not not even like okay, so I'll I'll engage Alex on the whole entire um you know, I, I have no nostalgia for it, so you know, I can love it. It's like I don't think what is there is even very good. I don't don't think it's a quality attraction. Um I think it's just fun. Okay. I just think I, I just I, I don't know. It's it's hard to um, yeah. It, it's really kind of hard to really say it's fun or good because it just it, it just lacks a lot of just anything that really makes something a good dark ride. I think, in my opinion, it just kind of is kind of void of that. I, I don't know how to put it anywhere any way else than that. Um, but you know, I, I I'll respect your opinion on that. Um, Maybe that's the reason why I locked you out of the the hotel. I just knew that you yeah. liked <laughs> imagination with figment. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um. So what else did you do at Epcot? Uh, t- test track was fun again. Mm-hmm. Did that twice. Uh, it wasn't as fun as the first time I did it because I had no idea about the really quick uh, how it like avoids the truck and does those really quick turns. Yeah. Those two. So I, I didn't know about those prior to my first ride, obviously. And now I was I knew what to expect it. But it's still a lot of fun. They're not doing any of the design your car thing right now. Mm-hmm. Which isn't that surprising. Um uh, uh yeah. I mean everything's pretty like this uh 
most of my opinions hasn't changed since the last time I went to Epcot. Everything was great and uh, enjoyed it. It was nice to get on Spaceship Earth again. I wasn't expecting that, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. how was that running when you were there? Uh, it needs help. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, yeah, it needs help. It's it's just some of the technology in there. It's just it just it's so worn out. Like I would I would say that it's like some of those figurines are they're just so primitive looking. Um, so I don't know. I did the Canada Circle Vision, and that was fun. I enjoyed uh, I enjoy Circle Vision mm-hmm. and done right. I think it's a little too long. I think once you go through all the different territories, like that's all that it needed. But I guess you need your feel good song at the end. Um, that like Drew pointed out that it, that that song, he'd never actually seen it ever. Really? <laughs> no. Uh, the song at the end, he's like, "Oh my god, this sounds like the same composer as something from SeaWorld. <laughs> Canada, Canada, my Canada. It does. It almost like sounds like Canada. one ocean type music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we ate and drank a lot of beer. You know, we started with the cheddar cheese and bacon soup with mm-hmm. a pretzel roll in Canada, and yeah. then. Yeah, I went into the uh, what is it, the International or the Millennium Pavilion? The International? Uh, it's the it? World What's Show it? Place, but it used to be where Millennium Village was. Yeah, I knew there was something with Millennium, mm-hmm. and we got like the only big dis- disappointment there was um, I can't find what it is. I'm looking at a guide for this year, and I can't find it. What is it underneath? Ah, well, I can't find anything. Okay, never mind. Uh. Anyways, in there we got like some pierogies and stuff like that. First of all, I came with like one. He was really good. I was really glad it went with uh, Drew because he was able to tell me, "Hey, this is really good." But they've increased the price and not increased any of the um, the portions. And, portions uh, are quality. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's still great, but it's just not worth what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think we did pretty good. I only spent fifty dollars because I had a fifty dollar gift card and never used it up, and we kind of split split a lot of things and stuff so mm-hmm. uh, not surprising for me the highlight was the germany pavilion and the germany booth <laughs> with your like, germany beer yeah it, yeah we got everything from there it had a you know a fest beer and uh d- d- whatever and then we didn't get the mia brewing hugo because that's you know you know from florida mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know what that's doing in the german booth uh I know it's like, I guess it's inspired by a German beer, but no, I don't want that. Uh, no, everything was so good. And uh, the only thing, I mean, you experienced it, but the rain was really annoying. At one point, we were getting from one pavilion to another and then getting trapped in a pavilion. Yep. For, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And at one point, we were like, we were in the France pavilion and we were underneath a awning that was kind of getting us, like, dripping on us more and more. <laughs> at some point, I'm like, like Drew. I'm like, like, okay, this this Beauty and Beast sing along is starting in three minutes. Like, I don't want to see it, but I also don't really want to be out in this rain. Let's go see it. And apparently, it's that, that thing. I thought it was really fun, and then he's like, no, that's complete crap. They changed the plot of it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. That, that yeah, that's yeah, it's real bad. It's actually really bad. Yeah, I need to watch that because I haven't watched that movie probably in 25 years. Yeah, least. it's Beauty and the Beast. It's a great movie. Just go watch it, anyways. Yeah, I would have much preferred to watch the really old and outdated uh, French film. What's it called? Ah, uh, um, Pressions de France. 
Yeah, impressions of friends. Yes. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna. I'm after this. I may go watch *Beauty and the Beast* on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, it's it such was a just good a lot movie. of fun time. Uh, we finished. We we did do the Frozen. That was like the only thing we waited. We did that second after because uh, uh, we did a first thing we did was a test track. Then we went over to Frozen and we waited. Maybe um, it was like all the way out to like the out outside of the pavilion, the line. Mm-hmm. But with the social distancing, it was only like twenty. 25 minutes that's not bad at all no no that's a good ride i like it yeah it's fun for what it is whether or not you like uh frozen or not yeah i I know a quality it's it's a solid dark ride it's actually really really good um i i mean it doesn't fit in the pavilion i feel like some of the projection faces are uh not as good as i remember them a year ago i feel like they're the 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 tints and all that are just not as um good as they used to be like just projections are off a little bit. Yeah, brightness. Not sharp. Yeah. Just the colors are not matching the rest of the the animatronic properly. Right. So. Okay. But I mean that's my own complaint. And then we we like ended with the uh, three cabreros and then doing uh, Twitter shots at the tequila bar. Yep, La Cava to get to Del Tequila. Great yes. place. Gotta love that La Cava. First time having tequila. The chaser was worse than the tequila. Itself. Excuse me. Your first time drinking tequila. So, yes. What? That I am aware of. I'm not a big drinker, Joe. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but you're still like, how old and you haven't drank tequila at all? Huh. Hasn't happened. Okay. Okay. Fair. 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 I'm usually like uh, I don't know, like Jack or okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm more of a fan of the uh, avocado margarita myself, but you know, okay. game respect game. So, uh, Dan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Thank God. Whew. That's good. So, Dan, uh, during this time with Alex, uh, we went to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, yeah, and it was uh, it was really good. It was really <laughs> nice to, to be able to walk underneath the railroad station and walk down Main Street and, and see Cinderella <laughs> Castle. Um, and, and, not... and to walk through the castle, too. Yeah, it was it was a really nice it was a really nice day. Um, there's something just you know, Magic Kingdom hits you in the feels. If you have one day to spend at Disney, for me, usually it's it's going to be the Magic Kingdom because that's where the magic all started. Um, but overall, it was a good day. Uh, we fought through the rain like you guys did. Um, we did pretty much everything that we wanted to do. Um, a lot of things were really really good. Um, got to do Splash, um, and my wife Lynn did Splash for the first time in a really really long time, uh, and she enjoyed it. Uh, Big Thunder was running great. Uh, I was a little rickety in spots, but um, it's still a great attraction. Uh, Mansion was great. Uh, there were a lot of effects in Haunted Mansion that seemed that they were plussed and turned on to eleven. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is the lightning behind the uh, the photographs in the first hallway. Uh, it seemed as though, at least in my recollection, that that lightning just was brighter. And those pictures and the transformations were just brighter. Um, so I the one thing, too, the first time I'd done it in a while was the extended queue for Pan. I hadn't really had an opportunity to walk through and appreciate that, but we did that. It's a really good queue. I like that. I like what they did with that ride. Mm-hmm. So um, to add to the Haunted Mansion, the uh, the graveyard scene was super bright. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean that brighter. in the best way possible. Like you could see everything, and everything was still dark. Like they just like amped up the black light in there. 
Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I haven't riding that riding that the mansion. Uh, I ride that at least two to three times every time I go to uh, the Magic Kingdom. It's personally my top attraction in the Magic Kingdom. If I can see the hidden Mickey in the Grim Reaper's hand right near the end of the graveyard scene, I know the black lights are turned up exactly where they need to be. And <laughs> this, like. This time it was just I could see it clear as day because there have been other times where I strained my eyes and I could barely make out that that was the Grim Reaper, um, but it went really well. Like it was uh, the queue, they had a, they had people doing serious switchbacks on that queue going all the way down to the water for the Liberty Square Riverboat, um, but you didn't go through the the mausoleum or the graveyard scene, the extended graveyard scene, and of course you didn't go through the full pre-show for the stretching room so mm-hmm. the attraction wait was was not really long even though it looked long when you got up to it yeah um so, one of the longest queues of the day though by goodness was small world and yes I yes understand why it was all the way back into the rapunzel bathroom and making even, its way down near liberty square even and longer I, than I did, um, pirates i didn't understand that I think it just has to do with social distancing because, like, the same thing as, like, with Mummy and, like, Gringotts, I'm usually able to, at least Mummy, it's, I'm, I'm always able to find a good time to ride it when it's, like, five minutes. It never, ever was low the entire trip. We only rode it that one time at the beginning of our day, right after we got our passes, uh, our virtual line things. That, that's the only ride I had on that. And Gringotts. And, I mean... It, uh, yeah, because like well, I, when I wrote Gringotts in my in my car, there was only three people on it, where it seats twelve. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it just it depends on how the the distancing has to be done. Yeah, that, and that makes sense. It was just weird that that was that 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 was the attraction. Um, let's see. All in all, it was weird to see how many of the food shops and the snack like the snack stands and restaurants and like that were closed. We had to change plans. Originally we wanted to as we were walking through Fantasyland, we're like, "Oh, let's grab some let's grab some loaded tots at Friar's Nook." But Friar's Nook was closed. Um, so we uh we went and actually sat down and watched the full set of uh one of the greatest lounge singers ever, Sunny Eclipse. Um, and I had the <laughs> I guess the lim- the limited edition, the Monster Mash. Oh at, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At Cosmic Rays, I enjoy it. You, Alex, you talk about a a theme park burger, and um, this was probably right there burger wise. Um, but what they did, everything else on it, really, it actually added to it and it made it a, a pretty decent burger. I enjoyed it. Um, and I usually don't eat at Cosmic Rays a lot. I will usually go in just to watch Sunny Eclipse, but I don't eat at Rays a whole lot. But that was good. It was a worthwhile worthwhile burger. Yeah. So for lunch, uh, we did. Uh, Skipper's Canteen for the first time. I've never done it before, and I went there, and um, I split a... Uh, we split two appetizers. One was like a, a corn patty with... Uh, um, God, what was on top of it? Um, like, uh, like pulled pork. Delicious, wonderful. And then we got these wonderful Brazilian um, like cheese bread that were made into balls. And they were baked slash fried. I'm not sure exactly. They were probably baked. But they were served with this um, chimichurri and poblano cream cheese dipping sauce. Absolutely great. And then we split a uh, the pad thai. And it was absolutely incredible. It was – the pad thai was spicy, even for Disney standards. You know, it was, it was you know, a good heat to it. So um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to go back to Skipper Canteen. Um, super, super impressed by it. 
So, oh, oh Dan. Trying to think anything else. Lynn had the uh, Lynn had the new um, the Kukamora or the Kakamora um, Dole Whip at Aloha Isle. It was the um, it was Dole Whip mixed with with coconut, and then it had a uh, a chocolate cake pop in it. Um, it was pretty good. It was a little bit too sweet for me, um, but she really enjoyed it. Uh, we saw other people at. Um, the sweet treats in Fantasyland. I don't know what the name of it's called, but the the ice cream place uh, just next to the Fryer Nook, um, and there were people getting the the poor unfortunate soul uh, Dole Whip thing and the Peter Pan Dole Whip thing. So we saw a bunch of those in Fantasyland. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good, it was a really good Magic Kingdom day. Of course, we got hit with rain. Um, that's Florida for you, um, but nothing we couldn't duck into for Tiki Room or Pirates. Um, Gaston's Tavern. It, yeah, oh, yeah. Lynn, my my wife. Yeah, my wife Lynn had Lafou's brew for the first for the first time, and you know personally she 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 came out and said that she preferred Lafou's brew over butterbeer. Um, but that's her her preference and her taste. Um, like saying so. you like uh, Journey into Your Imagination with Figment. It's fine. You know, it's it's all <laughs> everyone's opinions. Um, I think it's yeah. disgusting trash, but whatever. It's all good. <laughs> So other than that, I think the craziest, longest line that we saw that we didn't expect to see, unfortunately, was for the Frontierland Mercantile, um, because apparently some limited edition merchandise had come out, and that line was insanely long <laughs> when we walked by it. And, you know, it was one of those things, it was early enough in the morning, it rubbed me the wrong way um to see all of these people coming out with these bags and bags and bags of the merchandise but i wasn't going to let it ruin my day i just continued on and 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 didn't go didn't think any more about it but it sucks and there's nothing you can do about it so mm-hmm. yeah and, and like you know I, I mean i i'm not really looking for that merch right now i just want to get on the ride so i, I don't know that's that's kind of my angle but like i can understand people being anxious or depressed over it and you know, it's a whole big thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's a thing. But, um, on, on our end, um, we did Space Mountain three times. <laughs> I did, oh, yeah, the- I did Seven Doors Mine Train twice. In the past seven years, I've done Seven, Dra- seven Doors Mine Train twice in total. And I doubled it in one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, being, the, the wait to get to Space Mountain was just simply how long it took you to walk from the front of the attraction to the load of your vehicle we walked that was it. like the first time we got in space mountain we literally got in line walked the whole way and walked and, and the gates right opened when we got there and we walked right on it was like what is this this is incredible this is insane <laughs> like i yeah. don't even experience this during you know early entry or you know extra magic hours at night you know this is stuff you just don't get and it's abs it, it was absolutely incredible um one of the coolest experiences and the only thing that would have made it better is if the TTA was running because that just would have been like that one extra ride that would have sucked up people and it would have been perfect, but it is what it is. But yeah, we walked right on to Buzz Lightyear. Um, we, uh, did a bunch of crazy stuff. It was, it was absolute blast. Um, yeah, I think, I think the only thing that caused a little bit more, maybe an extra five to seven minutes worth of a wait was when they told us right out over the, the intercom that this was going to, they were now doing a, a ride vehicle cleaning. Yeah. You know, that was, that was pretty much it. We experienced that on Splash when we went and on Pirates. 
um, which was fine. I, I'm okay with that. They were upfront and transparent about it over the over the loudspeakers, and I didn't have any issues with it. It was a five ten minutes, and and yeah, that was. It, I think it was perfectly fine. I think it was great altogether. I had a really really enjoyable experience at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possibly one of the best days I've ever had at the Magic Kingdom. Um, legitimately, uh, just absolutely fantastic. Cannot complain at all. Um, so that night. Um, Alex, you went to Fun Spot, correct? Yes, I did. I went to Fun Spot afterwards. Uh, we were going to go to Orlando since uh, uh, White Lighting was scheduled to reopen with its new hybrid track, but it took a few more days to uh, for that to happen. So we just uh, hung out at uh, Kissimmee the entire night for like four hours, which is probably like the most I've been to that one uh, combined. Mm-hmm. Um not that it's bad, just time. Plus, Mind Blower is like the only reason to go there. Oh, and the two go-kart carts. The two go-kart tracks there are absolutely insane. You do this, one One of them has this like really steep drop, and then you go into what they call like the steepest bank on a, on a go-kart track. Mm-hmm. And like you can you can come out of the bank sometimes. If you come out of it weird, you can just like the, the car can just scrape the bottom of the track and you see sparks. It's fun. <laughs> and uh it's a lot of fun after a couple of beers too so <laughs> i don't know they, they allow it i don't know what the legality of that is but you know everyone does it so uh but no uh, as i said uh legend from in the loop also showed up eventually and uh we all had fun time we did the sky coaster at one point and we did ripcord roulette where they drew had him like uh, he had him. Uh, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. Oh well, who cares? Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, sh- screw it. I'm gonna get a text message from Drew later on, and he'd be like, "What did you do?" I'm like, "I don't know. Thought it was open to whatever." He he basically was like, "Oh, guys, you wanna you know put it on surprise us who you put the ripcord to?" And it, it turned out that like I couldn't find the ripcord. But it turned out they just hooked both of us up to the ripcord. So if I'd found it first, Drew would have been like really freaked out because he was sure that it was him that was still hooked up to it because he was on the the normal position of where it's looked up to. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fun to be on that thing again. I don't think I've ridden it since um, in that configuration with the regular Sky Coaster vest since uh, 2001. I rode it uh, last year with the Sky Sled thing because... Um, some one of our friends said it was so scary, and uh, I think that's just someone who's just scared of a sky coaster to begin with because it was lame as can be. The sky sled thing, which if you don't know, instead of being laying on your your chest, you're laying on your back, and you're kind of it kind of feels like you're in one of those hanging chairs basically, and you're you you're like one of those patio like cloth chairs basically. Yeah, and uh, that's how you ride in that position. It's super lame. <laughs> It's dumb, <laughs> and it t- and every and like when we asked them to do it, this is back the lazy boy ride. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like it was like they basically had to find the one guy who was working that day that actually knew how to set it up because <laughs> not a lot of people asked for it. Uh, whatever. Uh, so that was fun, and uh, I don't know. Then you got locked out. Then you got then, yeah. Then you got locked out of the uh, the hotel room, yeah, and yeah. and we've covered that. I don't. <laughs> Joe is, or, or not Joe, you're Joe. Uh, yeah. Drew was like, oh, no, 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 you're going to change your mind if, if you're going to like, uh, you're going to like, uh, Mind Blower more. And I've always been a White Lightning fan between the two wood coasters. And 
I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just the light trains because I've always really ridden um, Mind Blower of light trains because every time I've been, there's been nobody there just because we go at weird times. And uh, I, I mean, like when Ariel and I were riding in December, I think we were most of the rides, I think we were the only two on it or or in some cases, the only one on it. So we the, the one or the other of us could be filming so we could have some shots. Um, and uh, I don't know. It, White Lightning just didn't feel like it was running up to its usual potential with airtime. So uh, I had to say I like Mindblower more this trip. But, you know. Really? Okay. It's still a little uh, janky through the turns. It's still a little rough through the turns. And it's definitely not smooth. But it's not, I wouldn't call it painful. White Lightning actually has gotten a really bad shuffle in some of the some of the areas. So, huh. um, the I guess I'll just fast forward to a few days later. Once uh, I went to the Orlando Park the last two nights that I was there and um, rode the new track, the hybrid track. It's only it's a small section. It's like probably only twice the length of the actual train. Mm-hmm. So it's an extremely short section. If you don't know, it's it's this hybrid track that uh, GCI has come up with. It's a bunch of basically steel. Uh, flat pieces of steel all riveted and bolted together to, to form the same shape of a wood coaster track. Um, so it's the answer to the, like either the hopper track or the um, iron horse track that RMC does, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, when you hit that little valley, it definitely was smooth. It sounded a little bit different. But if you didn't know it was there, like any random you know person riding, they, they, had, they had no idea that anything was going on probably. Mm-hmm. And it adds a whole new debate if, like, that thing has like a significant amount of track if it's a wood coaster anymore. But I, I, I don't have the energy to go through that discussion right now because <laughs> that's that's opening. A can- that's more of an Alan and I tr- discussion, anyways. I yes, think, that right? is that. That's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's immersive irony discussion. So, um, yeah. uh, Dan, want to talk a little bit about Wilderness Lodge? Yeah, sure. I have no problem talking about my favorite resort on Disney property. Oh, it's one of my favorites too. It's so good. <laughs> so we um we left left the Magic Kingdom, uh, hopped on a monorail and picked up our car and drove to the lodge. Um, we went down to Geyser Point um, and grabbed a cocktail while we waited uh, for our reservation. We then uh, waited for you uh, and Dabney to show up as well. And then we took the drinks and sat right on the edge by Bay Lake for a bit. It's nice. I love the Wilderness Lodge so much. Um, then we came back as we had a reservation, a dinner reservation at Whispering Canyon. Um, I had been there once before for dinner. Um, I'll usually, I've been there a half dozen times at least for breakfast. Um, so it was good to get a change of pace and at least be in the lodge for a prolonged period of time. But um skillets 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 on skillets that's that's pretty much all i uh that's all i can say is between um joe and my wife lynn and i we split two different uh skillets and it was delicious uh there's not much more to say about it so joe if you want to go into what we actually ate and because have you been had you been there for dinner before joe i've never been for dinner i've only been for breakfast Gotcha. Um, well, uh, why don't you tell us what you think yeah. about about dinner? Oh uh, man, those uh, pork wings, wings, quote unquote, are to die for. Holy shit, those are really good. Um, I don't know what cut of meat they were, but they were like small, like drums of pork that were like in a mustard kind of sauce. And damn, they were really good. <laughs> they were fantastic. Um, everything was really good. Um, the cornbread all the way to. 
uh, you know, like Lynn's salmon and the vegan sausage to the um, the wings and all the pork we got. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, I felt like we ate so much food that night. It was so much. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I really loved everything there. I think the drinks were good, too. And um, I kind of had a lot of fun also in the gift shop in a weird way. Because we were just looking there and, like, looking for stuff with the old uh, Wilderness Lodge logo on it. And trying to, like, like okay, well, do we have, like, a t-shirt? Do we have pins? What do, what do we have? So that that was super fun, too. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was an absolute blast. And I, I'm really happy we went. Uh, is there anything else I missed uh, with food-wise? Any other things, Dan? Uh, I mean, if you were to go back and and do do it again, um, like I said, I think I think the way that they they do the skillet game is is a really really good thing with the different portions based on how many individuals are getting that particular skillet. Yeah, uh, I do. I guess I kind of have a little bit of remorse about the fact of not getting the burnt end nachos, um, <laughs> but that's but that's definitely something that's on my bucket list that I I want to go back and at least get. Um, but yeah, I just love the lodge. It's it was so much fun being there. It's it was really quiet. Um, we just sat in the lobby for a little bit before we went back. But it's any time that I get to spend in the wilderness lodge is, is a good time to me. And it was a really good way to end the Magic Kingdom day. So um, I thought it was good. It's it's definitely one of the best resorts on property in terms of ch- like chill vibes, you know. So yeah, um, man, I miss that place. I was really happy to be back. So, yeah. Um, enough about Thursday. Let's talk about Friday. Friday, Hollywood Studios. Man, talk Boy, about... Boy, the, the stress. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, a wild day. about that. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, do you want to talk about the morning and we can get into how everything else went? Yeah. So, I hadn't been to DHS since galaxy's edge opened and i'll go i'll go right on the record right now saying that i was not a big fan of galaxy's edge like at all i didn't have any plans to to go to galaxy's edge if i if i didn't have to but since we were doing two days in this trip in disney it just didn't make sense as a person who appreciates disney parks to not go and want to try and do the latest and greatest which would have been smugglers run rise of the resistance and mickey and minnie's runaway railway so we booked it and we went we got there and the only thing that was going through my mind is that this day could be bummed if i didn't get a boarding group so mm-hmm. and that was a real thing like i know it's dumb to say like uh, there there's a like you know you're in disney daniel like you should you should be happy and things like that and enjoy the time that you're there but i would have been bummed had i not gotten a boarding group so we got there early joe what time did we walk through the gate we uh, like we opened mm, the toll plaza that was for certain yeah it was like nine forty, nine fifty. so pretty uh-huh. early so we walked like we walked in there and we had we had watch faces that were set down so we could watch the second hand and we were as far away from the masses as we could to make sure there was no interference. I'd made jokes about asking cast members where the closest like router was, like where I could be stationed to to make sure that I was there. And sure enough we get we're sitting right in that little cafe or rest area restaurant. We were we the- were at uh the backlock backlot express Right, and and we were literally underneath the AT-AT at Star Tours. Yes, 
and it was just and we get there and 10 o'clock rolls around and it's myself lynn you and dabney and we were all trying to get in trying to get in trying to get in and lo and behold we got boarding passes and everyone except for me (laughs) i joe i didn't get one and it yeah but lynn got one though that was so uh, we got 32 and dabney got 38 so Mm -hmm. after a very very good guest relations experience or guest experience team uh experience with a cast member named sean uh we got everything squared away and we got everybody on the boarding groups so the first round of stress was done um so after that, then we go and we actually decide to walk into Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to walk in for the first time mm-hmm. uh, because in the the rush of getting to Hollywood Studios, we didn't need breakfast at the at the resort. The line was just way too long at Starbucks. So we went and I had a breakfast Ronto wrap and Lynn had the over the moon oats. Uh, she really liked them. I thought the breakfast Ronto wrap was really good. It could have used more of like the gravy or the sauce that it had on it, but otherwise it was good. And um, Joey, that's when you ordered the you had the blue milk. Yes, you went and grabbed the blue milk with booze. So, right, with booze at ten ten in the morning. It had to be at this point in time. Oh, it's vacation time. No, I agree. I agree <laughs> with you. I'm not. I'm not joking with you. Um, but so this was a thing. Walking through Galaxy's Edge to me, I I mean. At that point, I wasn't really impressed with anything walking through the land. Yeah. So that will change a little bit later in the afternoon. But I will say right now, the land was not impressive and, to me. And, at and this that's point. kind of the problem I have with it is like there's really no grand reveal. There's no substance, really. It just kind of feels like it is what it is in a weird way. Right. Yeah, it's oh, and I will say this: it's one of the creepiest experiences to be in a Disney theme park, and at a particular point in time, the entire place goes quiet of people. All you hear <laughs> is the background noise of wherever you are. But that's what's happened when ten o'clock rolls around and the boarding groups drop. Yeah. So, and then shortly after that, you hear people very dejected and upset, and yeah, there you go. So, but yeah, at that point, I had I was not impressed with the land. I went back and saw the area where the merchandise was, but we didn't walk back in there. And then the restaurant, I guess it's Ronto Roasters is the name of that restaurant. It was okay. Um, It was all mobile ordering. That's another thing to talk about with Disney. Mobile ordering was great this go around. I did not have a problem with any mobile ordering. It was it was great. Uh, the only issue being how long it took at Pizza Rizzo to get beer. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we, we'll talk about that later. But we, all, but we were dumb enough to order the beer during, like, right premium lunchtime. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people were ordering lunches. So, so after we did that, we decided to go rope drop probably the best place in Hollywood Studios that you can rope drop. And baseline that is tap Baseline Tap House. <laughs> So we went and we did that, and because of the the social distancing and the spacing that they're putting putting between the seats, um, it's really if you don't get a place a dedicated place to stand or sit, it's it's kind of problematic. There's no no getting around that. There we we waited a couple of us waited in line while you while Joe, you and my wife hunkered down and saved a spot. Um, but we went. We got uh, twenty ounce, twenty ounce IPAs. We got a, a charcuterie plate, and we got a pretzel, and we sat there, and, and that's where we hung out until we started to uh, figure out what we wanted to do as the 
the boarding groups were were mm-hmm. starting to be called and and run off. So yeah, we did that. And then Joe, we moved. We went down Hollywood, right, or Sunset. We went down Sunset to do Rock and Roller Coaster at that time, or did we go to Toy Story Mania? I want to say we did Toy Story Mania sometime in that point, but also we did Star Tours roughly around then, too. Okay. Something like that. It's all kind of hazy and kind of a blur. Yeah, I'm right right there with you. So so I think we did Star Tours after breakfast. No, no, I'm sorry. We did um, uh, Toy Story Midway Mania after breakfast. Okay. And then we did Star Tours before uh, Baseline. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that makes sense. So. Um, yeah. But then after, but then after that, we yeah we were in. Then we went down to we went down Sunset and did Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. We, yeah. And that was a little bit rough. It was because the queue extended out in front of this photo spot right by the guitar and a little bit underneath the arch heading towards tower of terror. It was an area that was not well covered or shaded and it was hot. And you were, there were points where you were out in the sun and you were getting beat down on like burnt to a crisp, right? Not like we experienced later on in the trip, but this was pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went and did that. Um, it was the first time my wife had ever ridden rock and roller coaster. Uh, she enjoyed it. Um, I personally still have, I think it's a good attraction, uh, but for me, if the wait time is any more than 45 minutes, I'm not going to wait for it. Uh, it's not a must do on my Hollywood studios day. There, there are other things that I would probably rather prioritize at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, then we make our way, we made our way back and we did star tours because we saw that the boarding groups were starting to get called and we noticed that the time we had spent waiting for Rock and Roller Coaster. So we went and we we did Star Tours. Star Tours was fun. Um, they don't fill the car hardly at all, the speeder at all, with, with guests. So it was a good time. Star Tours is always great. I like the rewritability of that attraction with all of the different scenes. Um, and then we made our way and our boarding group started to get called. And went into... We went into Galaxy's Edge to ride Rise, wasn't it? Or was Pizza Rizzo before? Pizza Rizzo was before Rise. I want to say that day. That day was just a mess. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> then we go and we order some beers from Pizza Rizzo and we hang out outside and then we make our way to do Rise. So do you want to so. you want to talk about uh, your experience with Rise? Because that's going to be an interesting thing. Because just to hear the the queue and the and the pre show and everything. So I, I mean, if you have an opportunity to play with the the Disney, like the Play app or the Disney Play app or whatever it is, it's fine. The queue didn't really do anything for me at all. It was it was just a queue. The pre-show I thought was really good. BB-8 um, was cool. He was the coolest part of the pre-show. The hologram of Ray is good too. Um, and then going into the actual attraction, uh, it was pretty crazy. There's there's no getting around it. Whether how I feel about Galaxy's Edge or Rise of the Resistance, things like that. It's a good attraction. There's there's no getting around it. Um, we got to experience, uh, unfortunately, there was uh, a Kylo Ren scene that was in B mode. And after having come back home and watching what it is in A mode, um, I feel like that's kind of a bummer. But it didn't deter me away from just the, grand, like the grandiose aspect of that attraction. Um, and knock on wood if that was the only flaw that we had in the boarding group experience and the attraction, there was no downtime before we got to experience it. Then I'm going to feel like a very blessed 
uh, park goer for that. So it's it's a good attraction. It will it will not take over my favorite attraction of that park and what I think the best attraction of that park is. But if I have the opportunity to go to DHS, I'm going to do my best to get a boarding group to ride Rise. So and that's mm-hmm. a big that's a big hump meat eating humble pie and you know, <laughs> crow and putting putting my foot in my mouth because um i i guess i didn't want to like galaxy's edge at all when it was proposed or when it was being built or all the hype that it was getting but rise rives gets the respect and and that it deserves from me so mm-hmm. that's what i have to say about that it's good it's really good um afterwards we did smugglers run uh which is a mess, to say the least. Oh, yeah. So here we talk. I talked about. I uh, hinted at this earlier. There was nothing in Galaxy's Edge that made me think the land was awesome until I rounded the corner and saw the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who you are. I don't care anything like that. If you, you if you know Star Wars but don't like it, if you don't know what Star Wars is, when you round the corner and see the Falcon. I was actually speechless, and my jaw dropped because that was very, very impressive. Um, the Hondo AA is a very, very good AA, and um, but I will say this: I think Smuggler's Run is very, very dependent on the number of people that you have in your group. If you're able to get at least four people in your same party to be with you in the vehicle, you could experience a very good and very enjoyable ride experience. If you don't, then I can see how it's a big bummer of an attraction. Um, I'll say this. It's not something I have to do every time I go to to Hollywood studios. Mm -hmm. I will do everything I can to get on rise, but I don't have to do, don't have to put forth the same effort to get on smugglers run. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not great. (laughs) It's not great, Bob. Um, then we did uh, Tower of Terror. How uh, how, how we crazy! We did Slinky we... too. Oh yeah, we did Slinky. Obviously, did. number one attraction in Hollywood Studios. Slinky Dog Dash. Joe, that's everyone loves not, Slinky. Everyone a, loves Slinky. Slinky's great. Slinky's great. I love Slinky Dog Dash. I love love Slinky Dog Dash. But it it doesn't supplant Tower. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fair. So, but no, Slinky Dog Dash is fantastic, and it was it's great, and it's wonderful, and it's and it, it could quite possibly be one of the best safety spiels that doesn't have a video <laughs> associated with it of all time. Los Pequeños. To hear to hear somebody who try to sounds like try to sound like Chet Hunter from Boy Meets World, Jim Verney, Jim Verney, yeah. yeah. To talk, yeah, that it's a great, great safety spiel, and it's a good attraction. And we, Joe, I went back and looked at the the video, the GoPro footage that I had, mm-hmm. and I have to say, we could not have gotten a more picturesque sky. It actually looked like Andy's room. Oh, nice! Which okay. was really, really cool. Hell yeah, I'm I'm game for that. That sounds great. So. But yeah, I think, Joe, I think we're skipping around a little bit. I think we ended up doing, I think Slinky was more towards the end of the day. I think we, we skipped over Runaway Railway. Oh, yes, Runaway Railway. So <laughs> so baking in the uh, hot oh. asphalt sun. Uh, that, that yeah. Um, yeah, that queue may have killed us for the rest of the week, maybe? I don't know. That was rough. It set us up for failure. Yeah, we should have probably gotten more waters for that, but... Besides the queue, 
Um, what'd you think of Runaway Railway? Um, I, it was okay. Okay. Um, it was okay. I, and this is very hard for me to, like, it, I am a great movie ride fanboy through and through. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, that that attraction was one of the best attractions, and it was a perfect marquee attraction for Hollywood Studios. Um, I have my thoughts on how they could have kept that and moved Runaway Railway, all of that type of stuff. But focusing on Runaway Railway, I will say that the projection mapping was very, very good. Alex, you brought up some of the differences that were going on between uh, the Frozen like color matching and things like that. That absolutely was not the case with Mickey and Minnie's. It, it was very spot on, and the colors were super vi- vibrant, and the art was very, very wonderful. Um, my favorite scene in all of it, though, is the dance hall scene with Daisy. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was awesome, followed mm-hmm. after that probably by the falling down the waterfall with Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that, that I, was reminded... to, uh, I was just saying that like the it seemed like the maintenance on that hadn't been kept up with seeing that it's a it's much older attraction yeah so and it but this is and if this is the way that it could be then you know projection mapping is still is still fantastic and i understand that but frozen ever after aside um maelstrom forever uh so but joe it's funny because the scene where we're falling down the waterfall reminds me of the old ad for disney quest with like the jungle cruise ride oh virtual jungle cruise you mean yeah 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 yeah. it had that same feel to it to me yeah Um, i got you so but it was good it's still if i had a choice though i would much rather have great movie ride um but I, i i'm indifferent towards runaway railway and not a bad way and not a pessimistic way it's just i don't it didn't have a clear premise i'm not a huge fan of the new animation Mm -hmm. Uh, but all in all i think the attraction was done well um i'm not knocking how good it looks and how well and how uh, quick like how smooth it flows but i i just i'm not necessarily a huge fan of it it was really weird for me for us to round the corner and be like what it seemed like 10 to 15 yards away when Mickey and Minnie are in their car and me knowing in the back of my head that that's the gangster car from the scene in great movie ride, (laughs) knowing how much stuff was before that, like it just seemed it was so quick to get there. So, but that, that's my thoughts on, on runaway railway. This was your first time. Was it there or is it in a different location? Cause that feels like it's much farther. I, I, no, that seems that that location seems like it's more around like Mary uh, Poppins. Mary Poppins, yeah. But did they just clear off enough stuff by taking those scenes out that you can just see it better? Like that's that's I don't know. Is it more? Is it a more direct like line of sight to the car or to the track where that car was? I ooh, if that I, makes any sense. Yeah, uh, like what? what you, so, so by. Okay, so your your thinking is when you see the Mickey and the Minnie audiomatronic in the car is where the gangster scene was, where the car comes out before the the shootout. With nah, the gangster no, no, that's totally not the same area. No, that's not the same. Really? No way. It, no way. Okay. No way. It's 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 it seems like it's too close. Well, first of all, it's on a different height, so there's that, and then also. It's not the same location. No, it doesn't make sense. Nah, no way. Right, anyway, I'm not gonna argue. That's just yeah. my thought. Well, I, 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 uh, 
Let me go find some uh, overhead. <laughs> I bet you there's some schematics. like schematics where it's like where the scenes are now versus then. And it's sort of like you'll you'll see where it's at, and you'll be like, "Oh wow, I can't believe X is where Y was." Yeah, I but, think uh, that that makes. I'm I'm curious to look at that. So yeah. I would I would be interested to see that. But that's my thoughts on Runaway Railway. Um, yeah. So what, it was a, it was a, it was, a, it, was a, it was a wait. That was probably our longest wait of the day, wasn't it? I think that was one of the longest waits we've ever experienced uh, the whole weekend. That's fair. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah, that's the longest. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah. So, and then after that, we hung out, had a good time, and then I, I would, then I would say we should talk about Tower Terror and Lynn and hanging out. Um, but before that, because bef- we should talk about that, we should talk about the, uh, the, the, what was it again? What's it called, Dan? The drink we got at Joffrey's? Oh, the Kaluatini. Oh, the Kaluatini. Oh my God, the Kaluatini. Wow. Um. One of the best drinks in Orlando, Kahlua, coffee, martini. You guys picked you guys picked those up at the Joffrey's outside of Toy Story Land. Yes, and right right before uh, um, Slinky. I want to say right and or yeah, and then you guys and then one of you had them done by the time we rounded and like went through Animation Courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying saying that it was the greatest thing that they had ever had. Yeah, um, I want to say it was Dabney because yeah. that that seems like a very Dabney thing. <laughs> but so, man, those things yeah. are delicious, and they go down real quick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have one of those, um, but it, yeah, you got you and Dabney had it, um, and then we went down Sunset again. Uh, we walked through the sh- we walked through the shops while we went th- while we went down Sunset. Yeah, because um, Dabney then... was getting another Kaluatini. <laughs> True, <laughs> and then we get in line for Tower. Um, it had been the first time in a while that I had been in the queue outside for Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's because of social distancing, but everything flew. Um, we got in, no pre-show running. Um, we went straight into the boiler room. Uh, Joe made the right call, going right this time. We didn't have to wait wait a while. Um, a barely loaded ride vehicle, and this was my this was Lynn's first time riding this attraction, I think, ever, because she does not do drops very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, she ended up loving it. She loved the spooky theming of it. She loved the drops. Yeah, she didn't have a problem with it. She really, really enjoyed that ride, which was a big deal to me because that, to me, is is up there of being one of my favorite uh, attractions in all of Walt Disney World. So, uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Tower is tower. It never needs to change. It only needs to continue to be better. And to quote Dabney, if they get rid of it, I'll burn this place to the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look for the uh, the the uh, great movie ride compared to Mickey and Minnie. Uh, so it? then once then once yeah. we finished that, we attempted to grab. We did Rock and Roller Coaster one more time. We that was the last thing that we did. We we did do that. That that's super cool. Is that we tried to do that? Um, totally weird in a weird way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the tunnel, by the way, is right where Mary Poppins was, and the gangster shootout is in the middle of the stampede. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then the western scene is where Twister, the twi- giant Twister was. Okay. You know that that thing? Yeah, I remember. 
then alien bank robbery and yeah the alien and the bank robbery and the waterfall so yeah so the bank robbery and the alien scene is where the giant waterfall is at okay okay interesting you'll have to send me that schematic i want to uh i want to take a look at it yeah i'm gonna forward that to you but yeah so, so um but then that was like that was pretty much our day um then uh we, yeah we ran we did rock and roller coaster and then that was how that was how we finished out hollywood studios mm-hmm. but uh dinner absolutely wonderful dinner. dinner dinner was great um we actually uh just because it was a place that i had never been before we got reservations for um trattoria al forno on the boardwalk so we did the uh the short drive from hollywood studios to the boardwalk um I like walking down the stairs and walking out to the boardwalk uh, and seeing Crescent Lake. Um, I prefer being on the other side, though, either walking out of the lobby of the Yacht Club, which is my second favorite resort on property, or walking out of Beach Club and seeing Crescent Lake that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, being on Crescent Lake, to me, it's one of my favorite areas in, in all of Walt Disney World. So um, we went and we got to sit down at Trattoria Al Forno and... You look at the menu and you see that it's a lot of it's it's Italian fare and but I have to say it was done so very rustic, well rustic Italian food yeah, rustic Italian fare but it was done so very well um, we had calamari and we split a garlic roll which had we known what the price was up front we would have had four of them it was like seven uh, bucks it was seven bucks but it was a <laughs> popover sized garlic bread that or garlic roll that. Oh, it was it was delicious, and the the calamari was was great too. And then we what we ordered, um, I had the the classic the lasagna al forno, and it came out served in a mini cast iron skillet, and it was incredible. It was really really good. Um, I enjoyed it, and it's it you know it you, people say sometimes well you go to Disney you're gonna go to an Italian restaurant like and you're of course you're gonna have a lasagna. I was like well yeah that's what I wanted, and it ended up being delicious. Um, so I really enjoyed my my food there. Um, my wife had one of the uh, the brick oven pizzas that they made, mm-hmm. and she really liked that as well. Dabney so had the scallops. He did, and he also decided he wanted to put a uh, put some steak on there as well. <laughs> He's like, so, I didn't so he- know it came with pasta too, <laughs> and I got the uh, meatball with the uh, with the uh, Sunday uh, gravy and pasta, and man, that was really good. It was really good. Yeah. It was a delicious meal. Mm-hmm. All in all, it was a delicious meal. Yeah, it was absolutely wonderful. Um, one of the best meals I've had on Disney property, hands down. Um, fantastic, fantastic. A plus. And so that wrapped up Friday night. That took care of Friday. Yeah, and then we all crashed. <laughs> and we're like, see, see you in about eight hours or so. <laughs> yeah. So, but that, then, those, were, those were the two Disney days. And, I, I you know, I got to say... Um, I am so looking for. Oh, and also, I lost my magic band. I I totally lost my magic band. I bought a magic band for this trip. I was so excited, and then I I, I was at Boardwalk, and I'm like, "Where's my magic band at?" And I I totally lost it between Rock and Roller Coaster uh, or whatever last ride we did, and uh, the parking lot. It just disappeared. I'm like, "Oh no!" So I need to get another magic band, but it is what it is. So. Um, yeah, I'm, God, the Disney, the two Disney days were absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to go back. Hopefully, um, right now it's looking like March is the next day I'm going back. 
so that's going to be a blast and a half. Um, yeah. Alex? Mean- meanwhile, I went to Volcano Bay, and we need to get you Ooh. to Volcano Bay. So what are your thoughts I, I want to go. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, uh, great as usual. I've talked about it so many times. It's fantastic. I love it. Okay. There, the, 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 if you nitpick it really hard to death, you can find some things wrong mm-hmm. with it. But uh, then you hate life, I think. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't that busy. I, I think uh, the only thing I never needed to use the tapa tapa for tapi tapi whatever the fuck tapu tapu whatever the wristband. Yeah, the wristband. Uh, Rissy, I, like, Rissy. I barely, I forgot, Got it. Here, here's how little I for, used it. I forgot that I had it on most of the time. I was like, oh, I got to scan in at the beginning of every ride. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used it once to ride Kakatoa a second time. That was it. I didn't need it at all. Uh, it wasn't busy enough for me to be worried about social distancing, even you know, because you're not wearing a mask mm-hmm. at a water park. But uh, there was like no time whatsoever. Even in the Lazy River and the Fearless River, there was very few times where I ever even got anywhere near anybody. So yeah. there was really no worry. So uh, and uh, I wish I had gotten food, but uh, just budget. And uh, I wasn't hungry, I don't think. So I think I then went to proceed to go to Voodoo Donuts and buy a donut, the 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 pumpkin donut, which was that's good. that's the saddest thing is I never got to do Voodoo this trip. Oh man. I, I did it to. I wanted to try the pumpkin donut because I had the pumpkin filling, and I wanted to show it off. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a video coming on uh, by the time this is posted. So that, that'll be fun, showing off all the Halloween stuff that we should start to talk about. But that's that's coming after we talk about everything else Universal, right? Yeah. So yeah, we got to uh, backtrack to Wednesday. Oh, why do we need to go back to Wednesday? Wednesday? Uh, I mean, because Jurassic Coaster is freaking amazing, and we want to talk about it like for twenty hours because it's <laughs> freaking incredible. We, I mean, we also ate at the Navigator Club too. Oh yeah, that happened too. But Jurassic Coaster, uh, always, always. <laughs> oh l- yeah, let's talk about. Um, yeah, let's talk about. Do you yeah, want to yeah. talk about Navigators Club? Let's do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's quick. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, it's convenient. It is. It's nice to be up there. Um, the balcony overlooking uh, the lagoon and everything like that was cool. Um, the food was really good. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the plate that I had. So, uh, first of all, I am still not completely sure what is that exactly for in a non-COVID world because right now they're just using it for extra seating, right? And for APs. <laughs> Yeah, I have no, I have no idea. Corporate events, maybe. Yeah, it's a corporate event space. Oh, so I really should go again in December. Yes, you should. I want to. So uh, that's perfect. It, it was really nice up there. I liked it, and the view was uh, spectacular. Uh, looking down at uh, port of entry. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't they have the port of entry music playing in there too? Uh, in, the, in the restroom, they did. Oh, in the restroom. That's what was going on. Right. Yeah, and then what else did we do? Joe, after that, Alex, you went to shoot uh, Velocicoaster stuff. Joe, we went to do Hagrid's. We went to Hagrid. We did Hagrid. Then we got some uh, fire, whiskey. fire whiskey in uh, Strongbow. And then we took the uh, Hogwarts Express back. And then, No, we didn't. No, we walked. We did. We walked and we did Bourne. And yes. we, and we um, extremed wazed. All of it, and Born was amazing. And we did uh, horror makeup with uh, Robin and Bill. I want to say I don't think we did horror makeup. Okay, maybe that was the next day we did with Robin and Bill. Yeah, I, I don't. Ma- yeah, I Robin don't and Bill was Saturday, makeup. and then it was Bill and Josh on Sunday. I want to say. 
What time did the park close on Friday? Was it a five or six? Like, I feel like I something feel like we left like, born and you guys went when, to go. Yeah, yeah, it was five, five or six o'clock on Wednesday, and then you guys left to go to Disney Springs, and then we went to a local restaurant in the Orlando area. Yes, but that's right. I remember you guys were going to do that. Lynn and I sat down, and she humored one of my longtime requests. I've always wanted to sit at one of the chairs at Lone Palm and just have a margarita. Oh, hell yeah. So we did that, waited for the crowds crowds to die down a little bit. And then, yes, Lynn and I went to Disney Springs, had dinner at the – we dined in Flavortown, baby. We had Chicken Guy. <laughs> <laughs> It was incredible. Still, still very, very good. Um, it's better than Zaxby's, in my opinion, if you guys know what Zaxby's is. And yeah, it was good. Lynn picked up her magic band because she did not have one prior to our trip to Disney the next two days. So she got her customized magic band at the at D-Tech in the co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up two of the limited edition pins that I saw and wanted. And that was pretty much it. We couldn't get into World of Disney because the line was so atrociously long that it wasn't even funny or worth it. Hmm. So, but yeah, that was that was Wednesday night. Woof. Okay. Well, I mean, you got good food at least. So yes, that's nice. It was but, awesome. Yeah. Chicken guy's the best. I mean, I'll. I mean, chicken, well, chicken guy. Chicken guy's good, Joe. It's so good. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's the best, but okay. Joe, we'll Joe, it's so good. We'll go with that. Anyways, so now let's we talk about Saturday. Let's talk about why we're all here. <laughs> let's talk about uh, our weird Halloween Horror Nights day trip thing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how, how else to begin this. Um, yeah, uh, Halloween Horror Nights is canceled. It's dead. Long live Halloween Horror Nights. But... But Joe, uh, there's still people who think it's coming, even after everything's announced. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the event is canceled, but they are running a Halloween event? Question mark during the day, and it was announced uh, Monday. We left Wednesday, and it started Sunday, Saturday, and uh, we attempted to go the first day on Saturday. And we started out in Island's Adventure. Uh, I, th- I I believe it was Alex and I, Dabney and Evan. Dabney and Evan went separate, but we, uh, Alex and I went also. Um, we we got house tickets, and then Dan, you and Lynn got tickets also, and we just kind of figure out the whole day. So uh, I, I I'm not gonna really cover the day. I just want to talk about the Halloween experience there because um, it's so weird and different. Um, hmm. So, Alex, uh, do you want to kind of explain how this all went down? Or Dan? Like, who want, who wants to start, I guess, question? Um, like, the whole experience of getting the virtual line and everything? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess I would say, like, how... Well, yeah. we, started, we started in the line for... Hogwarts Express, and then I, I don't even remember riding the Hogwarts Express because we were obsessing so much about getting a virtual <laughs> yeah, line. Yeah, just keep refreshing, refresh, 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 refresh. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we weren't sure when they were actually going to drop, and I think they ended up dropping like when they were supposed to open at like ten or nine. I forget which. Yeah, at yeah, nine o'clock, like nine, nine o one, nine o two, they dropped. Yeah, so it wasn't a great experience there having to stress over that. 
But we ended up getting what we needed and uh, rode the mummy and then head over to our houses. And uh, it, uh, it it sucks waiting for those things in the sun in the middle of the day. We found that out really quickly. Yeah. Or night, good at night. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you did you come with us during the day? On Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you went both through both houses, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay. with you guys. I was with you guys until um, until Evan left when we did the. I guess it was like the, the born. four the four fifteen born show or yeah, whatever. Okay, yes, yeah, the yes, four fifteen yes. born show. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. It's there's so many people just coming in and going. It's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah. That, so that that's what happened. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to go through my head right now. Um, yeah. So. We did that. We we all met up. So the like all the express lines sold out in seven minutes or so, and everyone was flipping out. And we had a few passes between various groups of people, so we knew we'd be getting into the houses at least once that day. Um, each house once that day. Um, so we did Tooth Fairy. We did Brides. We did Tooth Fairy Brides. Blah blah blah. You know whatever. Um. But let's first, and let's also cross this over into Sunday, in a way, to discuss, um, you know, the houses and the Halloween celebration. Um, so how much did everyone do with the skeleton um, stock, which is kind of... Uh, Lynn and I completed it. Okay, so, so how... I did it twice. That's cool. I never completed it. So how, how did that go, Dan and Alex? Uh, well, I, I, I just... Hey, I felt I did it so I could find them and photograph them all and video them all the first time, and then the second time I was uh, going through to film every single freaking gift shop for a full tour I'm doing of both parks. So I did it again <laughs> when I was doing that because I was like, well, if I miss a skeleton, I would say I missed the gift shop. <laughs> the That's fair. Time. So it was uh, that worked out for me really well, and I got a reward for uh, for all that at the end. It, it was fun seeing all the interpretations because it was just. It was kind of themed to the store that they're in. I mean, everything from Transformers to Minions to the St. Patrick's store that I had no idea even, uh, or the Ireland store, I'm sorry, or that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, the one <laughs> on the corner right there, yeah. I probably walked by that thing a thousand times. I had never even ta- given it the light of the day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it was interesting, like, what is that store? Oh, that store is named that. Like, I guess sometimes I just don't pay attention to, or it's, it's kind of confusing because sometimes, like, like at Islands, it's really confusing what some of the official names of the store are because, like, Mulberry Street, and then on the side entrance, it's a different name, but it's technically, you know, what I'm saying, like, it's not always clear about what the stores are. So that was kind of fun to find out what some things were actually called. Um, but uh, the, the the art was really cool. But we found out later. Someone on Twitter pointed out that the base skeletons are all from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, which is really cool. Like really cool. Like yeah, that makes sense. All they need is a good structure, and then they paint the shit out of it to make it look amazing. Like why not? I guess some people will probably think that's cheap. But like, unless someone hadn't pointed it out to me, I would have been like, oh, whatever. Like they look good. Mm-hmm. And it was unexpected too. Like. Uh, you, you wonder, is this the type of thing that... Did they lift this up really quickly, or was this always in the plan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I got you on that one. The same with the trick-or-treating over at uh, Islands, which I found out towards the end of the first day of fall that they were doing it for adults. Like, I ended, I found that out, like, 30 minutes before park closed. I'm like, oh, 
No, oh, well, online, it, online, it's uh, only for uh, twelve and under. No, no, no. But on the first day of fall, they were, they opened it up to everybody to celebrate fall. Well, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. But my understanding, yeah, it's still only for twelve and under. So yeah, yeah, yeah I know. It was just just for that day. Yeah, but I, it's cool that doing more daytime things like that. They, sh- I, I feel like that's something they should have had a while ago, anyways. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Dan, how was the skeleton stock for you? Uh, it was good. Um, the way that they're laid out is it's a really easy, like I guess you could say, um, hook or J to to get the to get all of the the um, to get all of the stamps. Um, I would say the only thing that I wish would have made it a little bit better is if instead of it just being a map of where the stores are, it was kind of like riddles not necessarily the hardest riddles if you wanted the kids to be a part of it as well but just little hints and clues as to the shops and go that way instead of um instead of just telling you exactly where the shop is that would be Mm -hmm. that'd be it and then collecting the candy or your prize at the end was real easy and uh it was pretty fun it was it was nice to see the different skeletons and things like that the one inside the uh the jewelry store in between the Betty Boob shop and the Hello Kitty one is definitely the one that was the weirdest to me. So, um, yeah, that was it. But I, I, I liked it. I thought it was it was a, a cute little touch for the um, for the park. Hmm. Cool. I I only got to do like a few of them. So yeah, I I dropped the ball on that. So my apologies. <laughs> um. So we t- discussed a little bit about the the trick or treating in Islands of Adventure. We really couldn't do that because we don't have kids and we're old 30 somethings and no one would trust us with their kids so we won't discuss that um but uh let's discuss some of the weirder food options so um i don't so did anyone do the food trucks no i did not i i didn't Alex. And I found the most. I found that Louis is not open on uh, Mondays through Wednesdays on uh, Tuesday. Really? No. No it's way. Not. Yeah. Huh. So that was suck. <laughs> yeah, that sucks a lot. Yeah, I, hmm. I, I, I was, I was like, I have all these extra days. I'll just do it then. And like, like, uh, yeah, they had the little express window open, but they don't. Okay, I, I never com- yeah, I never confirmed that Express Window ever actually had them, but mainly because it had a huge S line, I didn't want to wait. But um, I assumed you had to go inside because I could see what they had like in the little. It looked like it was everything was pre prepared to put into like a little heater mm-hmm. to serve the the pizza on the Express Window. So or whatever they call that, you know what I'm talking about the exterior window thing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then they also have margarita fries over at uh, Fantastic Four Cafe. Did I get that correct, right? Yeah, Cafe that four. sounds right. Yeah, sure. And Cafe Four. Um, it has to do with the Fantastic Four. So uh, I did not get those. They, they, they didn't really interest me that much. Um, so. mm-hmm. I guess the only limited edition thing that I had, um, uh, I had the Magi Mule. At Shea Alcatraz, that was that was pretty much it. That, but that wasn't Halloween related. That was pass holder related. Yeah. Um. So I've had. I, I know Brian from Inside Universal tried the uh, fried chicken and funnel cake with the strawberry syrup, and he says mm-hmm. it was amazing. So take well, that. He's got me. a better. 
He's got a better palate than Tim Tracker, so. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Um, I watched I watched his review because he went and he ate everything, and it's just it's it's in it's kind of embarrassing, man. Well, like, I mean, I, I mean, I can see like okay, so like I like so the the so the fried chicken is it appears like, and I assume it's like um, sweet and sour chicken that you would get in at a American Chinese food like place. You know what I mean? Like you know how they do that that light breading. But like, I, I think it's a chicken tender. <laughs> but but no no I I don't disagree. But the breading I think is what makes okay. it. And but like if you've got that kind of sauce, well, what's the difference between a sweet and sour sauce and a strawberry sauce then? So I'm like, okay, I think I I can see it working. You know, um, didn't hear anything terrible about the uh, twisted tater with the hot dog in it. Besides, how do you eat this? <laughs> yeah, I, I I read and saw that it was a pain in the ass to eat. Like that's that's all I saw. Yeah, was it, that really it, new? Because I feel yes, like I was that new this year. That's new this year. Because like okay, I feel like I've seen yeah. it somewhere else, somewhere not Universal. Like I I, I mean I, we're not really like reinventing the the potato here. Like like it, it, it's yeah I, I and now I, I know I've seen it somewhere else. So. Um, I don't know. It looked good. I've never had twisted taters from Universal. At least. They're not great. They're fine. They're not. Yeah, great. I, ha- I had them last year, being my first year to to Horror Nights, and they're just. I mean, they're okay. Pizza fries are better. That's oh, a valid that. statement. I, was um, sad about that. I think I'm gonna have to make them because pizza fries. Yeah, We're making them this weekend. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know, my recipe for pizza fries is the best. Still, um, again, for everyone, bake the fries. So they get crispy. Then you put the pizza sauce on the bottom. Put the fries in. Put your sausage, mozzarella, then pepperoni, and then bake it. And then once everything's all warmed up, broil it for a little bit, and then you're done. There you go. Um, also, I, I recommend it. tossing the fries in some seasoning. Like, you know, just Italian seasoning, but whatever. Um, so, the uh, next thing for food we want to talk about is the skeleton bar. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky, spooky <laughs> skeletons. Um, so, <laughs> we didn't try any of the food. Um, the tandoori skewers sound good. So does the, um, so I went with my buddy Hunter, and he had the uh, vegan mac and cheese, and he said it was decent. Not the best things he's ever had, but pretty decent for, like, vegan mac and cheese. Um, so take that for what it's worth, but... Uh, the food sounds pretty good, but the drinks, Hunter, uh, not Hunter, you're not Hunter, you're Dan, Dan, the drinks, <laughs> um, we had three drinks, there are, uh, the Loop Guru, the Mango Inferno, and the Circus Peanut, what are your thoughts on the drinks, Dan? Uh, personally, my favorite was the one that you drank joe the curry the mango curry one really that's your favorite i i liked it because it was unique and it tasted good i really like the loop guru so the uniqueness is what put it over the top the one that i could drink five of them and not realize there was alcohol in it was the one that evan had which was the loop Loop guru yes yes and then we won't even talk about dabney's disastrous drink choice because that one was just that was bad he liked it though because it stabbed me. Oh. Um, God, the circus peanut is absolutely as bad as you think it is. 
Wow, that is a terrible drink. I am, oh, it's the Beverly of alcohol, be- alcoholic beverages. But with a circus peanut in it. Mm-hmm. So the next day, on Sunday, we went and we stand, we stood outside uh, the, 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 yeah, I'm just saying the, 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 this is how great I'm doing right now at like 10 PM. Um, yeah, no, standing outside and we just see a circus peanut on the ground with ants on it. And we're like, yep, that's a circus peanut drink right there. Just on the ground trash. That's what it is. So it's just absolutely terrible drink. Oh God. It's so bad. It's so, so, so bad. Yeah. Um, continuing with the food, the food aspect of things, I will say it was a little bit of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Something that I was feeling as it was, you know, 400 degrees out on the day. Um, we didn't, we didn't get a chance to try the crepe stand. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit of a bummer. I think that was an opportunity missed, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we didn't get a chance to try it. We just, every time we saw it, the line was just too, too long and we didn't, we didn't want to wait. And I would have loved to try the uh, goat cheese and chicken one, um, the brisket, you know, the sweeter ones. They all sound great, but, like, you know, Universal really has a hit on their hand with that crepe stand because every day we would go and there's a 20 to 30-minute wait for freaking crepes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts to me. But, oh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much um, – what am I trying to think? Like, I mean, we really didn't do those – there was not a lot of food that we did on Saturday. Um, so I think the rest of the day, we should just talk about the fact that we were going back and forth. We really didn't leave USF or even the front of the park for that matter. Um, Cause we kept, we kept having the passes for the houses and we kept going back and redoing the houses. Yep. Um, but we went and did, uh, which in my opinion, and I've done, done it so, 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 so many times. Um, because of us being in the back and the cast that was there, that was probably the best horror makeup show that I'd ever been to. Yes, it was, uh, Bill and, yeah, Bill and Robin, um, one of the best, um, that, that was fantastic. Also on, uh, one thing we didn't miss to mention on Wednesday was we did animal actors. Uh, that's right. That was like the last thing that we did. And we saw Maple. Yes. We saw the Corgi. That's all that matters. Literally the literally the first dog that came out. Like, ah! Good times, good times. But yeah, horror makeup. Always a fantastic show. Um, man, good to, good to see that that crew come out. And uh, I, don't, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Just A+, plus, A+, plus all around. Um, then uh, you split after that. Um, Alex, yeah, you split. Oh, oh my God. Do you see the video right now? I do. I do. I see the live stream. This is incredible. This is uh, a first for all of us right now. Um, <laughs> Alex, can you hear us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So uh, who are you showing off right now? What is, who is this? Speak. Speak. <laughs> <laughs> You, you were talking about the corgi, so I thought I'd show you a corgi, and she's not having this. Yeah, not oh, even a no. little bit. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <sighs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry to uh, derail the podcast right now. I thought you'd uh, – well, I guess I knew this was going to happen. 
You knew. You I knew. Know. <laughs> you wish I lived under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. That is one. That that is wonderful. Oh man, I had to tweet that out to the to everyone on Twitter on from the main account with the corgi. Yeah. Oh man. So um yeah. So uh let's l- talk a little bit about Born Suntacular while we're at it. So Alex, Dan, what are your thoughts on the Born Suntacular? I like it. The screen is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh um, yeah. It's um. It's it's pretty impressive. Where did you guys sit the first time? Because the second time I I sat um I sat really I sat towards the front. Alex, <laughs> we were like maybe two rows behind us and to to the center. Yeah, yeah, that's we that's what I was just about to say. Based yeah. on the video that you you show or post on Instagram, we were we were about two rows away from you. So okay, I, I liked it when we were further back. Uh, I felt like it was a, I felt like when you were too close, it wasn't as immersive for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I would have thought it would have been the other way around. Because, like, you know, Bourne's kind of over you at some points. But, but, it, uh, but if you're I feel like up the front... The effect you... is just ruined for whatever reason. Especially since you can see stuff rolling on and off of the stage before it's uh, actually, you know, there. Well, yeah. So if you're up front, you actually see that rolling into the, the frame more than you do right. bef- than you do from farther away. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it's a fantastic sun show. A+. Plus. Just absolutely, like, just breaks ever, all the molds and all the all those stereotypical responses. It's just, it's, it's a great show. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's, uh, I, it was wonderful. I, I think I told you guys this. I said, unfortunately, Universal may, may have shot themselves in the foot with this, knowing that this type of screen technology exists. They should really go back and implement it in, in other places. Mm-hmm. Totally. Could you imagine, like I said, could you imagine Forbidden Journey if the screens were that crisp and clear? Yeah, that would that would be fantastic, and just bend them, and you just see everything. Oh man, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, and then Gringotts, or or like like screw Forbidden Journey. What about Gringotts? What about you know Kong? What about any? any well, uh, what about Simpsons? What about Minions? What about any of those other attractions? Well, well Simpsons my, would be like number one. Cause yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can agree with that. But Joe, I guess my question would be is like I did something that didn't necessarily have a 3D effect. Mm-hmm. Like c- can that type of clarity be transitioned into? I'm sure it can, but I was just going with something that is that was that I don't know, but that was just my first one, something that didn't have 3D to it. Okay. Couldn't you layer those main can you isn't there technology where they can layer those screens so it actually creates a 3D effect without glasses? I would say you just need to double the frame rate. And offer the alternate glasses is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, but I feel like there's a isn't am I crazy? Is there a technology where they kind of just set the depth of the pixels differently to try to create a little bit of depth without? Probably, yeah. I, I okay. I I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe I should come up with that. Yeah, you should. You should really patent that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, born, born. Good, good show. Um. I think the last thing we need to talk about, besides how good the drinks are at the Endless Summer Bar, because those are really good drinks. Um, the Tidal Wave is one of my favorites. The Chance is okay. Um, is uh, Big Fire. Your for, Big y- Y'all's fire. first time to Big Fire. Mussels, Brussels sprouts, bread, burning Dadme's eyebrows off. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> if you need, if you, if, if Big Fire needed any sort of social media push for a literal translation, they'll just need to look at Alex's uh, post that he took of the baked Alaskan. Yeah, that, like almost <laughs> melted my phone. <laughs> so no, Joe, it was good. Um, we had been talking about it a lot on this trip, and this was what we wanted to end our trip with. Our last dinner would have been at Big Fire. Um, I had been reading some horror stories on social media and some of the Facebook groups about how bad the experience was for the people. I don't know where they were, if they were just in a bad mood that day, yada, yada, but it was good. Um, my steak was cooked well. It was flavorful. It was delicious. My sides were good. The um, the muscles were incredible. The Brussels sprouts were so good that I actually ate one of them, and I don't really like Brussels sprouts. Oh, those Brussels sprouts are incredible. <laughs> but I enjoyed them. Um, you guys had the the build your own s'more tray with yes. its own campfire, and that thing was awesome. It was like a poo poo platter of s'mores, right? Or a fondue tray. Yeah. Of- it was oh, it just looked so good, and then the Dutch oven apple pie was incredible, and I had the baked Alaskan because I wanted it. That overall was just a very very good meal. It was it was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Alex, you had one hell of a great looking salad. Oh my god! And it um, fed me twice. <laughs> it's just like we went all over the spectrum with that menu, and it did not disappoint. Um, I'm not sure I'll go there every time I go to Universal, but I absolutely will put it back on the list of places that I want to go. That's for certain. Yep. High praise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alex? Oh, yeah. It was fun. I liked it. I don't think I have the praise that you guys have it, but I didn't. I didn't there was nothing I hated about it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I think I think of anything, Ariel wants just to go for dessert. <laughs> just, just go, go have the- some dessert. Yeah, go to the bar, get an app, get some dessert. You'll be good. Yeah, we might do that. So, um, yeah, the dessert game is pretty good. Between that and, I mean, I don't. I, I think they were really good. They're just not as, uh, other than it almost catching my phone on fire. They're not as uh, Instagrammable as what they do over at uh, the, the. Oh God, why, why can't I remember the chocolate place? Um, Tootsum. Tootsum. There we go. Yeah, yeah, those things are were obviously made to uh, enjoy in your belly and on a screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I just think I think it lived up to the hype. I mean, did either of you guys ever eat at Emeralds before that? Like, is it a good replacement? I've never been to Emeralds, so I can't say. I've only, I was only to the Emeralds at um a Royal Pacific. Okay. No, I never ate it there. I see. I liked it. It just. I. I kind of like like a outrageous. Um, experiences in orlando that's why i kind of like to some in mythos mm-hmm. a lot so i like i like like my theming to, ex- to continue to my um my dining experience and while big fire is really nice it's 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 like nothing you'll see out of it's it's nothing out of out of place that it wouldn't be out of place in like new york city or something like that mm-hmm. you i i i can agree with that i i, I can i truly can so, but it was, it was, it, it's good when you have a, a restaurant like that, that meets or exceeds your expectations in certain degrees. That's what I'll say, because if you go in there and you say it's just like something else that you can get anywhere, anywhere else, that's where it's a little problematic, but it definitely exceeded expectations for me. And, and boy, was our waiter a saint. <laughs> oh, no kidding. No. Kyle's the best. <laughs> Kyle's the best. Oh, Kyle man, is the best. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Kyle at Big Fire. Props to him. He's the best. 
So it was good. Um, I think the only other food thing that I, that I've got is universal related is bread box. Once again, did not disappoint. Um, if I ever get stuck and need a place to eat, I, it, you know, I'm going to, going to think about bread box. So that's, oh. that's where Lynn and I ate on it, Sunday for lunch. Really good. And I'd say pretty affordable, you know, the most sandwiches are about 10 bucks. I think bread yeah. box is so, I think bread box, like it started off real rough and no one trusts it anymore. It's really good. It's really good what for what it is. Yeah. yeah. AP, AP discount draft beer. Like, come on. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I ordered it on the bus, and by the time I got there, it was ready for me to pick up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. I want to get back to Hot Dog Hall of Fame because I've only been there once, but bread boxes, bread box is good. I like bread box a lot. It's a good addition to to City Walk. Mm-hmm. So well, let's just get, let's just get to it. Put the yeah. spoiler alert out there. Put the the We're coming out. We're coming out with the. The little hatchet like the minions. Be doo be doo. This is the our spoiler minions. Our our spoiler alert. You will be spoiled. We're we're gonna just spoil the heck out of you. So yep. take it take 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 that, you jerks. You, you have been warned. <laughs> You've been warned you will be spoiled. So, um because I've drank a bunch of water, I'm gonna go take a, a restroom break, but I wanna say Alex, would you like to explain how our getting uh, passes went <laughs> for well, I mean, on the okay. morning of Saturday uh, for for the houses? Sure, we already started to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, we let, let's get started... let's get a little more into it. Yeah, more in depth. <laughs> well, for us it was difficult because we barely could find the houses, so we basically had to search the Universal app for the houses, and then yeah, we had to search them. and then favorite them. And then we just kept re- re- refreshing that uh, probably about uh, no less than 4,000 times in about a half an hour. I'm not exaggerating on that number, probably. It's, yeah. And um, shortly after 10 o'clock, they finally posted them. We got our tickets. And we uh, and then the virtual line crashed a lot throughout the day and stuff was disappearing. So at that point, you just pretty much just went up to any house you wanted to go on and just be like, my stuff is gone, even if you didn't have it. But I think we had it at that point every time we went, right? Didn't Daphne actually have things that we pretty much went the same times so he had it anyways? Well, Daphne went ahead and like he smoothed and did all of his uh, his wheeling and dealing with some of the front of line team members. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had an issue. Um, like, where were we? I forget. We were, we were waiting in line. I think for for Born and our late in the evening virtual lines disappeared. So yeah. it's a true testament to when people say screenshot those QR codes screenshot those two, those qr codes yeah apparently uh, it wasn't just the houses that were having problems apparently some people had the same problem over at um uh hagrid and they basically were like you should have uh, screenshotted it i'm like you shouldn't have to do that <laughs> yeah i tweeted i yeah i tweeted universal and got a dm reply and they said uh just go up to the team members who are at the front of the either attractions or the houses and they should be able to accommodate letting you in. So they're pretty much the Twitter, the Twitter handle or whoever was running social media was throwing the, uh, those team members under the bus. Um, but they obviously knew that they could accommodate a certain amount of people. Um, if everybody else just got discouraged and didn't come back. 
Yeah, and we only really waited for the lines very long the the first two times before 12 o'clock. After that, yeah. like, there was very little line. I mean, one time I think we pretty much, what, everybody else went to, I don't think you would partake in that, so everyone went to uh, Finnegan's to get drinks, and then uh, we walk up to the line, and then they had to chug it because there yeah, was no I, line. Yeah, no, I was there. You, yeah, you, and I, you and I were in Finnegan's. We went in there for a reprieve from the sun, but we didn't get anything to drink. Yeah, but yeah. sure enough, they were walking out with cocktails expecting to have to, you know, have enough time to get into, what house was that? That was definitely Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. Yeah. yeah, it was Tooth Fairy. And by the time we rounded the corner, they were like, oh, crap. Uh, here, <laughs> take, take this, Dan. Uh, Joe's like Dan. Take this. This is gin and and Sprite. Sprite. I need you gin to down Sprite. as much of it as possible usual, before we get in the usual. house. <laughs> Except it was so, a double, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was. So I will say the little the pro tip is definitely to favorite the house because it wasn't easy. wasn't easy to find. Um, and then another it is thing now, like it, 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 like. Later on, like I was running into it when I wasn't even trying to uh, on Monday through Wednesday, just going through the app, like virtual line experience or whatever. Once they like started using it, it was visible, but uh, before it opened, it wasn't. Yeah. But other than that, it was, uh, I mean, we waited, it was, it was hot as heck. I have a feeling that's going to be the way things are for the earlier morning up until lunchtime like actual uh actual virtual lines like those those passes i think the waits are going to be long that time um but but other than that i mean i think they did everything well um but yeah i mean it was just that's probably the one thing that i was not a fan of is that when i was in usf when i was in the studios while you guys were on or either on the hogwarts express or in line for hogwarts express i was at the corner of shrek monster cafe minions and the entrance of rip ride rocket mm-hmm. and i was having to tell people that i wanted six feet like hey i need six feet um because that area looked very much pre-covid um uh, yeah with the park with the park having just opened um it was it was a very very big bottleneck and there was not a lot of social distancing being um enforced by the team members and it wasn't anything that people were following in that area. And that's probably the only time that I didn't feel comfortable because of just how many people were in such a small area. And that was right in front of the um, the queue for the Bride of uh, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. So that was the virtual line experience, but that wasn't terrible. The only other thing is that if you see that the times are available, don't just assume that they are. You could click on it and get the message that says, oh, that time's gone. Try to refresh again. So, so- that's where- Virtual line. Yeah, let's talk about the actual houses. Um, let's talk about Tooth Fairy first. So, Tooth Fairy, a uh, little boy, doesn't want to give up his tooth, and all the goblin-esque Tooth Fairies come and try to get him, and get him, and kill everyone in their wake. So, what what are your all's thoughts on Tooth Fairy? Liked the facade. I thought the pop-up book... Very creative. ...aspect things was, was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Alex? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the aesthetic of it. Um, I, I thought it was, I, so let's just go into it. I'm, I think I'm the only one who liked it more than Bride. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I am now. I don't really, 
and uh, break it down as much as other people. I just was like, I enjoyed that one more. Like, I didn't really, I don't, I don't know. I'm just not into it as uh, even YouTube probably. I, I just like, I know what I like more, and then I just, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I liked more. I, I think because it, it like, like I, I said to you guys, like I, the only nightmare I ever have that I like that's reoccurring that I actually have any like that I remember ever is this stupid, this, this terrifying one where I'm just. I, I'm like gritting my teeth and all my teeth fall out. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh it's 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 like oh when I was going through the house I'm like looking at some of the the actors' teeth and or some of the props and stuff I'm like I don't like this this thing this is making me uncomfortable. So I think that's why I enjoyed it. It was a cool uh, yeah the goblin two fairy type looking characters are kind of weird. They're like really short, so they're definitely not that menacing. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was just freaky. I, 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 it scared me more than most of the Halloween Horror Nights houses did, the theme itself. And uh, I don't know. The, the, it's just very different with the plexiglass and the, the shower curtains to you know, <laughs> keep everyone safe. It's just, it's just bizarre. Yeah, there was like a, like one of the end scenes would be a cloth, you know, projected surface area where you don't know where people are coming out from. And because it's cloth and you could breathe through it, (laughs) everything had like a shower curtain from Bed Bath & Beyond in it. And they were so new. They, it it basically, the whole area smelled like it was like a shower curtain, (laughs) like display area, which is just the funniest thing in my mind. I don't know why it just is, but yeah, no, um uh yeah dan so what's your thoughts on the house um i like the house uh it was i mean it was a good house i think like i said the the facade going in i thought was really well done i liked the pop-up book aspect of things um other than that it was you know there were just some aspects to it that i i mean i got scared in some places and uh i i don't know i I think a little bit more could have been done with it. Um, but yeah, the show, the Bed Bath & Beyond shower curtain thing just has that plasticky smell to it. Um, but overall, it wasn't a terrible house. Uh, for, for having the opportunity to go through one, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it would definitely be like a like four, like four, number four out of ten house, you know? Mm-hmm. A five out of ten, you know, that, that kind of level where it's like, okay, you're in the middle of the, of the range kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely one if you guys asked me, like, say it was, for instance, let's play a hypothetical. If we had a full slate of houses and a full Horror Nights event and somebody was like, hey, I want to go and do Tooth Fairy again. Do you want to go? I wouldn't say no. I'd go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. So I would because I'd want to pick out different things that I didn't see the first time. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So, like, I think I, I'm pretty sure I did um, that house seven times. I think I bol- did all of them seven times. So, <laughs> always fun. But, um, yeah, it, it was a great time. Uh, so, let's talk about uh, Brides. Uh, I, I think the official term, official one is Universal Monsters, Bride of Frankenstein's Revenge. Or Lives? Lives. I think it's Lives. Lives, yeah. yeah. You're right. Sorry, my bad. Lives. So, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on... Bride of Frankenstein lives. Let's start with uh, Dan this time. Um, I like this one. 
Um, I think that uh, Universal understands that they had a winning combination with the Universal Houses monster from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they know that they can expand off of that. I thought the story of this house was pretty clever, uh, especially when you get into the intro and you're looking through the scenes, the little holes in the rubble, and you see the movie that's there, and then the very next scene explains exactly what's going on. Um, I liked it. There was a lot of screeching and screaming, which which made sense. Um, the little, uh, I guess you could say, homage or tribute to some of the other Universal Monster characters inside the house was really cool to me. Um, I like this house. I really like this house. Mm-hmm. Joe, this would be a one if I were, this would be like a solid eight out of 10 for me, mm-hmm. and, 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 like ranking it. Yeah, it, it would have been definitely like the top three houses the, uh, this year. Yeah, I got you. Um, Alex, what are your thoughts on uh, Universal Monsters' Bride of Frankenstein Lives? I, I don't... It, okay work through your feelings i i don't know i just thought it didn't really it couldn't really captivate me for very long why i i don't know i just got bored like i didn't i liked how it started with the scene of uh frankenstein you know underneath the pillar and the bride lifting up trying to revive him and by lifting the pillar up that was really cool Mm-hmm. But most of those two story scenes are really cool. Like there are not many of those that like aren't impressive. Like I can't think of any that like I've been like, hey, that two story scene was shit. Like no, they're all awesome. Um, unless you can pull out any specific example of one that really screwed up, screwed it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I just I don't really. I, I just don't have much of a feeling about it. Like n- none. Like I'm just I'm void of emotion. <laughs> I I just I thought it was just okay. I I, I, I don't have any reason why. I, I I don't know. I think I just liked the the Universal Monsters last year, where it was just a little bit of a snippet of everything, and just gave you just a just a little bit of everything. I don't know. So like one, one of the much. weird things about this the, the the two houses they unveiled for us is that both of them are highly um, uh, dictated by narration. So like. Yeah, everything. They're both yeah. very narrative her- heavy in like what you hear as opposed to what you see, and that's a problem. And I hopefully that's not something they want to get, like get into, but like you got to hear what's going on. But I like monsters a lot because they're trying some new stuff with scares, and, and I'm sorry, not new. They're trying some of the more unique scares that we've seen b- before, whether it be you know misdirection or special effects. Or, you know, um, flying scares or things of that nature. Um, as opposed to Tooth Fairy, which is very what it is. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I prefer Brides because I think while it'll hit the lower lows than um, uh, Tooth Fairy does, when it hits the highs, when you get a good run of it, it's fantastic. It's absolutely wonderful house. So. That's kind of my thoughts on that. So, uh, do you gentlemen have any other thoughts on the Universal Halloween event 2020 or whatever they're calling it? Because I, I have no idea. Do you still? Is there a name for it yet? No, there's no name. It's yeah. I, I've seen the I've seen the Universal like 
fall fix and the t- hashtag Team Hollywood Hall- Halloween and Universal Orlando Halloween 2020 event. Like, it, there's no name for it. It's just like, it's, yeah, it's, it's ha- Halloween Horror Nights Light. Yeah, no, it's 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 fright fall days or Halloween horror days, whatever. Yeah, fall okay. fright days, whatever. It, it's something I wouldn't. Uh, I don't think I would have uh, gone out there. I hadn't already had plans, um, especially since we're probably going to see these next year, right? Yes. Yeah, so we'll get the good version next year, hopefully. Because mm-hmm. God. I, God doesn't have anything to do with this. Let's just just say, uh, let's uh, let's hope we're not having to worry about social distancing and masks and all that in a year. Oh God. We could. That 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 being said, uh, I I applaud the team and ops that split split everybody out through the different scenes and getting the hand sanitizer as you entered the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was fine. You at like people ask for that, and that's the type of stuff that they're concerned about. And they definitely they delivered. Like you weren't getting in the house unless you got hand sanitizer, and you weren't going further than they were letting you go based on the groups that were in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I like that Universal is not doing the cleaning every half an hour or hour because it's just dumb if you're doing it every half hour to hour. It just it makes no sense. Like I don't. It's like completely illogical. Because someone could get on it that right after that cleaning and uh, infect the whole thing. Right. It it makes no difference. Like literally, the only park that I've seen doing it after every go is Fun Spot. That is the only park of the. I don't even know how many parks I've been to this year that's doing it that way. So, um, yeah, the, the operations are really good for Universal and uh, the. Yeah, they did really good. Some of their barriers, like actually, look like they belong there. Like Hulk is really good looking. Um, I, I don't have any complaints. Kong Everyone, really bad. Yeah, it was better that second time when I rode it with you. I think I found out that I'd never ridden, ridden it in the second row before, and Kong uh, in the second row is yeah. really bad. It is like, real bad. Really bad. Imagine if you they were still loading the front row. That would just, I, I, I'd rather just, I'd probably just be like, well, this is useless. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Joe, did you see the uh, picture today about the barriers that they installed on the Rise vehicles? Thank goodness those were not there when we rode them. Oh, no. They put them on Rise? Yep. Oh, boy. That's bad. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness they did not, they were not on there when we rode it. Is it, yeah. is it just for the front seat, the back seat? <laughs> Yeah, it's just okay. yeah, it's just a barrier on your uh, like so the people in the back row may I don't know what the view would be like from that because um, it's pretty tall yeah. at least in my like from what I saw from a picture it wouldn't be great hmm let's see if I can find that picture and show it show it to you uh, yeah I have an idea what it would look like so I think the most creative one is on soaring with the with the booster seat with the plexiglass just uh, oh. <laughs> Strap to it. Yeah. Good. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was that was great. Alrighty. So I think I'm gonna edit this episode tonight, so I'm gonna get going. So Alex, where can we find you online at, man? <clears throat> the coaster spot on YouTube, Instagram, and coaster spotting on Twitter. Nice. Uh Dan, where can we find you online at? 
There's a good chance that if it's online and social media, that it's Spaceship Earth. Very nice. At Spaceship Earth. You can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find all of us at Parkscope. Make sure to check us out uh, on various things. Oh, what is this? What did you say? Oh, those are a lot of barriers. Oh, no. Yeah, that is a very large barrier. Yeah, and it's not like a like hard barrier. It's like a soft barrier, so it'll like move around. Ooh, do not like What? It. I'll send you the image. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Alex, I'm sending it to you right now. Alex, Alex. Yeah, Alex, Where? I would have sent it, I would have sent it to you, but I don't I don't have your uh your digits. Oh, that that way. Okay. You get it? Yeah. My There we go. The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> It looks like it's got eyes. It looks like it's got really bad glasses. No, it looks like a welding curtain. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's oh bad. That's God. bad, isn't it? No, I would be like, I'm not riding in that. I want my money back. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, I would be like, you're putting me in the front? I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> that with running in B mode? Oh. <laughs> You can find all of us at parkscope.net. We got some good stuff up there on behalf of everyone. Uh, yeah, you know you know the usuals. You know, Black Lives right. Matter, trans rights, our human rights. Love everybody, hate everything, Kungaloosh. Uh, anything and else? And then again, yeah, again, check out Alan's article with the thing that hit the coaster community uh, a weekend and a, two weekends ago. Because yeah. we still need to not ignore that. <laughs> Yeah, don't be pieces so. of shit, people. So, exactly. Yeah. So, yep. All right. That's it. Cool. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Bye, guys.